Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Headlong into Monsters, the ADHD of horror movie podcasts. We are your grisly guides, your deadly duo, the gruesome twosome. I am Raul the Monster Slayer, coming at you from beautiful Tooele, Utah. And with me is always... Oh my gosh, what the hell did I do here? <laughs> and with me as always from Arkansas Way is my wonderful co-host, Barely Ashley. Ashley, how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing great. Way better than last time. I think the bronchitis is finally leaving my system. So you probably won't hear me cough as much this time, which is great. I tried to edit out as much as I possibly could. And that tells you how much I was coughing because mm. it was a lot. Yeah. I, I promise I tried. Well, if they suffered through that, I owe them something. Same. <laughs> but also now it's my turn to be sick. You, you, you probably can't tell because I'm super drugged up on Dayquil and Fire Energy drinks. But uh, yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not feeling the best right now. We're gonna soldier on though. Anyway. On this podcast, we talk about horror movies and horror happenings. This is a spoiler podcast, and with that in mind, we do not cover movies within a year of their release. Hopefully, that gives you listeners time to catch up with and watch the movies before we spoil the ever-living crap out of them. Anything older than a year is fair game. So pull up a chair and grab a fork because today or this because for this month, we are diving into cannibal horror as we dive into head son of a bitch as we dive <laughs> headlong into monsters. You saw that energy drink, you guys. Your brain's going too fast. Gosh, yeah. It's like zoom, 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 zoom. I bit my tongue already. This <laughs> this is episode nine, and today we'll be covering Motel Hell. But before we get into that. Uh, we want to introduce our guest for this episode, and for this episode, we have a very super special guest. He is a podcasting veteran of over 10 years. Um, he eat, drinks, breathes, sleeps horror. He is the current host of one of the most amazing horror podcasts to ever bless the corners of the internet. His podcast has the best listener interaction and participation that I've ever had the, opportun the opportunity to hear. And uh, more importantly, be a part of. He is the Southern gentleman himself, all the way from North Kakilaki. That's North <laughs> Carolina for all you Northerners. We humbly welcome to the podcast, Greg Amortis. <clears throat> Yo, that was amazing. I'm biting my tongue over here because I'm trying not to laugh when you're doing your intro. <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> <That's so crazy. laughs> you guys rock, Ashley, Raul, the monsters. I love the gruesome Tucson, by the way. I seen a tour way back in the day, like a few years ago, with uh, Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper, and they called it the Gruesome Tucson. But I think you guys might take the moniker. I think you Ooh. might have it. I think you do. I'll so take thank it. You for the invite. Thank you for the invite. I'm, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk some uh, horror movie and cannibalism -ness -ness and goodness this is this this this. this, this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm just happy to have a fellow Southerner on for once. What? I just got to ask. Well, there you go. I love it. Go South. I just got to ask, Ro, like, you know, Barely Ashley, you, you just got over a little bit of your bronchitis and still kind of. Now, was that contagious? Because I'm just wondering, like, Ro over there in Utah, <laughs> like, did it go through the mic? Because I might want to put another filter up on my mic. <laughs> <laughs> I showed no, it to him via I, UPS. I <laughs> yeah. 
it was in it was in my uh it was in my halloween card that's how i got it right <laughs> I, I got one too. dang it i coughed in every one of those that's the trick <laughs> <laughs> the whole yeah. of it all <laughs> Yes. No, my my wife, uh, my my wonderful, beautiful, strong, powerful wife. She's uh, she 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 got sick a couple days ago. She's still sick now, but I think I got whatever she had. I'm sorry. So, well, you do. You're like around children all day, both of you. So, I wear my mask for the most part. I know she does too. So, masking protects them from you, but not you from them. Mostly. You go. Hmm. Yep, there's some science facts dropped on your head. Look, I, I'm a I'm a janitor. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't I don't I don't do science. <laughs> that's why I'm here. That's right. Sort of. Education and homework, and I don't do either. So, yeah. <laughs> see, see, Greg, this is why I had to have Ashley on the podcast because she's a very intellectual mind, and I'm just an idiot with a microphone. Well, that's why I got Dr. Shock and uh, Dr. Butcher over on mine. <laughs> see, yeah, you get it. You get it. You see. <laughs> and my wife told you cinnamon tea, honey, and a shot of brandy gets rid of that bronchitis. So if that's yes. what I need to get me some brandy. Ooh, brandy. She had some good tips. She does. She's I think last time, like I was sick before this, maybe like a few months ago, and she had gave me some tips that really worked out. So, yes. See, Pearl is great at podcasting, medicine, like <laughs> giving goodies because like when I won that contest, like that was amazing the things I got in that goodie bag. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> She's awesome. I know I don't like her giving them away because there's too much good stuff in there. Like, I know, right? <laughs> I was like, I, I wanna like them giving some... them away. Yeah, you got to enter, Rogue. You got, man, we're going to be doing some more. You gotta You're going to, like, any contest, I swear to God, enter it. Because the stuff I got, I could not even believe. It was amazing. It's good. I, I, I will enter. You're on the group page now, so you're ready. Yes, yes. I am. Finally, I'm on the Facebook group page. Yep, whoop, whoop. so That's, there you go. It's very exciting. <clears throat> uh, well, let's see here. Before we move on to the, so Greg, normally we ask you some questions, but we're not going to do that because if anyone doesn't know who you are, shame on them. <laughs> Shun the non-believer. I will say that um, Greg's favorite movie of all time is Halloween. Oh yeah. 78 Halloween. Yes. Let's clarify because there's a lot of Halloweens. You but sure it wasn't yeah. Halloween Resurrection? <laughs> Trick or treat, mother effer. <laughs> good one, Ash. That's a good one. Yeah. No, that would not be my favorite. <laughs> yeah. In fact, it would be tied with my least favorite. What's your least favorite? I would have to say Rob Zombie's Halloween Part 2 oh, would same. probably circle out my least favorite. There we go. Yeah, I think my yeah, I think for me it's a tie for between both of those two for bottom slot. Greg, I I have to say that my favorite uh, movie of all time is also a John Carpenter film. Can I guess? I mean, you can guess. Is 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 it? Yeah, oh, see, it's probably vampires. Is it the thing? <laughs> it is the thing. Nice. 
That's a great one, dude. Everything John Carpenter touched, other than the Ghost of Mars, was was and the Ward were great. <laughs> you know what? I will defend the Ward. Oh no, it's hot garbage. But okay, go ahead and defend it. I will. I will defend the Ward, and um, I, I liked it the first time I saw it. I'm not gonna lie, but I haven't seen it in a while, and I saw Ghost of Mars eh, roughly when it released. Um, I remember kind of enjoying it, but I'm also a big fan of like action horror. So, but I also haven't seen it since then, so I'd have to rewatch it in order to give an opinion. It's been a long time for me as well. I just remember not really liking liking that scene, but uh, or the scenery of that movie. But I don't know, man. I need to give it another watch. But, I, mean, I, I just remember like a Ice Cube coming out of like a like a future <laughs> Star Trek gun, dual like wielding a- like Chrome uh, yes. SMGs, like oh. shooting them. Yeah. At random, and I thought, this is silly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's goofy. It's goofy. I've yeah. not seen it, so you're not really talking it up very well. No, well, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many John Carpenter films. Those are two that probably don't need to watch right away. I, the thing is definitely high on the list, though, Ro. I love that. I love that movie so much. It's my number one favorite Favorite musical, The Thing. Favorite horror movie, The Thing. Favorite romantic comedy, The Thing. That is my movie. <laughs> I can't fault you. I can't not fault you. That's how I feel about Return of the Living Dead. I know. <laughs> and you're right, Ashley. And that's an amazing film as well. So. Yes. I, and both of you got great number one. I think that's like the trifecta of number ones. It could be. <laughs> that's right. It will be now. I just said it was. So. <laughs> you just put it there. There Right on go. this podcast. It's right. <laughs> Headlong in a monster, the trifecta of number ones, right here, baby. <laughs> There's like a right. of everything, slasher, sci-fi. You got a little zombie action going in there, so you're covering all the genres. I don't know. I really can see this. Yeah, I can't really see that. That's blurring. I don't know. Oh, that's the uh, Frankenstein. Yes, it's blurry. Oh, that's way cool. You know, I almost bought that exact same figure yesterday. You should have. Well, I also spent like $150 on movies between the last two days. So, in fact, that stack of DVDs right there, that's all new. Uh, Oh, what did you get? This is black and white, too. It's so cool. I wish people could see it. Oh, that stack. Guys, yeah, this guy has like 30 movies in his hand, <laughs> all wrapped in telephone. Yeah, this entire stack of movies is new. Yeah. Your wife's going to murder you. Yeah. Yeah, she is. Let's see. Uh, I have. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll name them off here, but let's talk about some goings on real quick. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, ADHD. My bad. Yeah, ADHD a horror podcast. So. So sorry. <laughs> What we got going on, some horror happenings, if you will. Are you guys also fans of uh, action horror? Describe what you think some action horror is, and I will tell you yes or no. Uh, Like uh, Blade or the Resident Evil franchise? No. All right. Not even a maybe. It was a straight up no, Rose. Yeah, a hard no. That line is drawn in the sand, Greg. I love those video, like the video game series of Resident Evil. I love that. I don't mind action horror at all. 
anything with a lot of blow them up and kill them and slice them, dice them, I'm all about it. <clears throat> so in your comedy too, hell, I like it. That's what I want. The horror comedy or the black and white. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll try slashers. any type of horror. Yeah. I like it all. Like I told you before, I collect every last movie I can you get. Have. If it says horror on it, it's mine. <laughs> but it doesn't doesn't mean I'm going to just run to that to watch it. See, and I, I've stated before, like, my movies is, uh, the way I experience movies is the way I experience food, is I'll try anything twice. <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about that before, and I was like, I'll try nothing if I don't want it. I'm not Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the, the only reason I asked, because the, the new Resident Evil movie, which I guess is to reboot the, the movie franchise... Um, is coming out. That the thing the movie is called Resident Evil: Welcome to Raccoon City. It's coming out November twenty fourth. Are you guys at all excited about that? Um, I can say no on my end. I, no, I'm not a big Resident Evil fan, honestly. <clears throat> I'm probably gonna see it, but no. Oh, I'll definitely oh. watch it. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I'll watch it. Yeah, I, I'll probably go to the theaters to watch it because I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. <laughs> I loved the first movie, especially the soundtrack for the first movie was bitching. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm excited. I think from what I hear, it's going to be a little less of the actiony, a little bit more of the suspense, like a proper Resident Evil, like the first game or Resident Evil Two or even Resident Evil Three before they got super uh, actiony. That's what I would love. <clears throat> like if they can make it the feel of the first few games, like I would love that. Yeah, yeah, same. So maybe I will watch it. I'm excited for it. I'm going to watch it in theaters. Um, but aside from that, there is slated to be a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie coming out next year. And it's supposed to be a direct sequel to the first movie. Now, this has been done Again. before, right? With Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> that was the one with... Uh, what is that lady's name? The... Oh, uh... <clears throat> Yeah, it was like T- Texas Chainsaw 2013 or something. Talking about uh, Sally Burns? No. She's uh, really deep blue eyes with big boobies. Alexandra. <laughs> oh, Alexandra Daddario. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. She's yeah. really big boobies. Okay. Well, um, I mean, <laughs> that was a direct sequel. Yeah. Like, they, it started out where the first one ended, and they were, like, in the car, <clears throat> and then the police came to the house. Not saying it was a good direct sequel, but it was there, and it was a direct sequel. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, I liked it. I, I, I thought it was okay. A lot of people have a problem. That's the movie that has the line, do your thing, because... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a hater of that one, either. No. I mean, if nothing else, Alexander Daddario is pretty easy on the eyes. It's not number four, so that's a plus. Sure. I've never seen number four. Don't do it. Uh-uh. I'm going to. Walk away. <laughs> He's like, I'm doing it <laughs> so hard now. Damn watch that so hard. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to watch it harder. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I like to bring up to Dr. Shock on occasion. just Because yeah. he has PTSD <laughs> about that one. Greg, you're a monster because you made him watch it twice. I'm trying my best to make him watch it three times, and I can't figure out how to get it in there. But I will figure it out. 
<laughs> I will make him watch it one more time. Somewhere, somehow. Dave, I'm sorry, but you will have to watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 4. One more time. One more I know time. when we do our meetup, when we do our meetup, I'll bring it and I'll make sure. Yes. Oh, my God. That would be so funny. Oh, my gosh. I would love to be at that meetup. One more time. Bring Chainsaw Massacre 4. That's right. I'll video. I'll record about here. <laughs> Dave's so reactions funny. to every stinking scene. <laughs> Poor Dave. I can just imagine him. be his funeral. Yeah, <laughs> this seems sinking back into his chair like, ugh. <laughs> You're gonna need some southern comfort to get through this movie. Uh, be ready, Facebook, because you'll see him posting about a hundred things because he'll be watching his phone. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yes. Well, I mean, if he if did a couple shots later, he'll fall asleep in the first fifteen minutes, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, that poor. That was so funny. I was just like, "Is Dave?" Dave sounds kind of funny. I keep listening, keep listening. He sounds funnier and funnier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, he's definitely a little tipsy on that wild turkey. He definitely learned a lesson on that one, Sid. <laughs> yeah, watch that Kentucky whiskey. Uh, we all have to on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I yeah. don't go there. I can't handle that kind of stuff. He, I'll stay with my rum. He neither. See, and I just don't drink, so I have to make an idiot of myself stone cold sober. Which is <laughs> there you go. Yeah, any anytime I make an idiot of myself, which is quite often, I don't have the luxury of being like, well, I was a little drunk last night. Or, nope. All me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what is this Texas Chainsaw coming out? I don't see anything. Uh, so all I did was look up, uh, upcoming horror movies. Let's see here. I might have closed that window. Damn it. <laughs> Jeepers Creepers Reborn. That was another one I was going to bring up. Do you guys like the Jeepers Creepers franchise? I stopped watching it after the second one because of that guy. Yeah. First two, <clears throat> I, I think, good movies. I don't agree with the director at all, but. First two movies were entertaining. Third one's pure garbage. It's hot garbage. Hot garbage. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, they're, uh, I, I really like the first two movies. The third one, I agree with uh, with Greg, was hot garbage. But uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I, I, know, I know Wolfman Josh will not talk about that movie, will not mention those movies, bring those movies up, review those movies under any conditions because of uh, – the director, uh, what was his name? David David Sawa, Kevin Sawa, Victor Salva. Victor Salva, that's right. And I mean, I don't I don't blame him because mm-hmm. that guy's a piece of shit. Yeah. But also, there's I mean, I, I'm the kind of person that can more or less um, detach the work, the art from the artist, you know. Sure. Um, like. Uh, like the lead singer from Lost Prophets, you know. He, again, he's another he's another piece of shit. But anytime last anytime I hear the song Last Train Home, I'm like, that's still a banger. <laughs> I forgot about them. I, I still listen to them, even though the even though the front man's a piece of shit. Yeah, I don't even know that I've ever heard them. I'm sure I have. But... Yes, well, we're the elderly emos, so it's. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter was around at that time. So. <laughs> <clears throat> I 
How old is your daughter? She is 22. 22. Oh, my goodness. She's a baby. Yep. Yeah. My sister-in-law is 22. Anyway. I'm sitting here at 36 years old feeling like I'm decaying every day. (laughs) Call me. I I fell asleep in church an hour ago. <laughs> it was great. I took it, which is good because I fell asleep at like one thirty in the morning last night. But uh, this is a good power nap. Are you good? Three a.m. <laughs> I went to bed. Oh, well, you know what? That's about the same time. No, you were up later than me. I don't know. I was well. Yeah, I forgot about your time difference. I was watching It's a Wonderful Life, and that movie is long. Mm. I'll get out. That's what I've been watching. So the horror happenings have not been happening in my house. Well. I've been watching Christmas movies. I'm sorry. (laughs) What what were you saying, Greg? I guess Rudolph's been on the TV there. He has. That's the first thing Caroline requested. Rudolph. So that is the first Christmas movie we watched of the season. And that was last week. And I've watched A Christmas Story, and I've watched It's a Wonderful Life, and I watched Christmas Vacation. No silent. Don't look at me like that. Silent Night, (laughs) Night coming on? When's that coming on? When is what? Silent Silent Night, Deadly Night. Is happening. (laughs) All right, fair enough. No spoilers. No spoilers, but yep. (laughs) <laughs> I do love those too. So I watched Black Christmas. There you go. The original. You, watch some. Watch some P2. There you I go. It's on my list now. It okay. it should be watched tonight. Okay, I'll find it. Where is it? Uh, I'll find it. I've got like every streaming service known to man. It's okay, not go. saving me any money on my like cutting the cord. I feel <laughs> it's that. It's actually yeah. more expensive. Mm-hmm. So. I'll find it. Yeah. It says it's available for free on Pluto. Well, oh, perfect. That, so, perfect. Voodoo or Amazon or Amazon, uh, Hulu. It says it's on a bunch of things. Stars. Uh, now, nah, that's just internet search. So I don't know if it's still current or not. Well, I've got all of those. So, I'll Man, find it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Greg, what have you been watching horror wise? Uh, well, most of the stuff for the show, but uh, Stalker movies right now, since that's a new episode coming up, we're going to be watching a couple tonight. Uh, we didn't recently go to theater and saw Antlers. Um, and then what else we watched? Love Motel Hell. <laughs> go figure. Uh, which yeah, one? I watched that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Don't Breathe too. We've seen that recently. So, a lot of stuff like that. We've been going. Trying to get a little newer 2021s in. So now I've been wanting to watch Antler since last year. Is it is it worth it? Should would you recommend go, me yeah. going to the theaters and yeah, watching? Totally. Yeah, totally, totally recommend it. I mean, it's got some slow time to it, but the uh, creature is really freaking good, and uh, the acting is solid, dude. It's well done. I, I liked it, man. It, it definitely uh, the ending, the third act was definitely worth it. You know, just hold on for the third act. It's kind of bonkers. Uh, I recommend it. It's a good movie. So awesome. I think the burning question for this podcast in particular is, have you watched, where mm. am I going with this, everyone? Sharks of the Corn. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Damn it, Ashley. Four it's episodes. made its appearance for like the fifth episode. 
<laughs> I have not seen it. I like the cover. It looks like Children of the Corn with sharks attack. Yeah. No, I have not seen it. I, I'll be straight up honest. Dave Whitebread over at Facebook group page. He is the shark guru and guru and guru. And I, I don't know what else you want to call it. He's the man with sharks. I'm not a big shark movie watcher uh, like that. So, yeah. I'll try to squeeze it in, man. It's got Children of the Corn theme. It's got to be great, right? Uh, right. yep. Sure. <laughs> it's got to be Oscar worthy. I am just trying to get everyone I can to watch it for no Mis- reason. Misery loves <laughs> company, I guess. Yeah. Yes. All right, love. We got to watch Shark, Shark of the Corn or whatever that, that one. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> can thank Justin Beam for this <laughs> because he is the one who posted the box art. Yeah. Old Justin. JB. My yep. buddy. It's his fault. Thank you, Justin. (laughs) You know what? Um, So before you brought it to my attention, Ashley, there was an episode of LOTC where Dave Dr. Shock Becker brought it up. Yep. Did he? Yeah, that was the first mention of Sharks of the Corn. Granted, I heard that after you mentioned it to me. But I looked at the timestamp, and that was recorded before you mentioned it to me. So I was like, oh, okay. Maybe it's Dave's fault. Dave. Maybe Dave put it in Justin's head and Justin put it out on the media and then you saw it as so yeah. that vicious circle. Immediately I was like, Justin. <laughs> I mean, I slave you. And Dave was going, Jay. <laughs> yes. And I'm it's going, Ashley. <laughs> they need to give me some sort of payment for this because i've gotten at least 10 people to watch it that's probably 10 more than ever would have you need residuals off that you need (laughs) exactly probably i will will pay you the amount of money i paid to rent the movie twice if we can stop mentioning it (laughs) fine we'll think about it (laughs) i'm just kidding you mention whatever the hell you want but damn that movie I don't or wish that movie on anyone. LOTC episodes. Now, you know, I used to get butchered because I'd say Halloween every episode. And, like, I had people literally message me, like, Gregor's other movies beside Halloween. And I'm like, I hope <laughs> they're not as good. But, you know, like, whatever. No, there's not. <laughs> like, there are other movies besides Halloween? What? I think so. But, you know, they, they said there was. So, you know. Nah. <laughs> there's Hello. my child. Like, your bear? Yes. <laughs> what, a, what a cutie. Uh, right. Well, as far as horror content that I've been consuming, I wanted to talk about a book that I read. That's right, listeners. I can read. <laughs> um, so a while ago, I think it was episode two, so two or episode three, um, where I talked about a movie called the or a, a book called The Slob, and it's uh, it's it's. It's gross. It is a gross book, like hyper violent, hyper disgusting. It's just supposed to be like, like un- unrelenting grossness. And there is a sequel to it called Son of the Slob. Uh, both are by uh, author Aaron Beauregard. <clears throat> and this book is disgusting. There is a lot of there's cannibalism. There is, uh, like, child-ingesting flesh and then sexual acts per- being performed to a corpse. 
Ew. Um, yeah, like very graphic necrophilia to parts that you would not think would have necrophilic things done to it. Um, like uh, lots of drug use, um, lots of uh, like child molestation and rape and whatnot. And, and mm-hmm. ugh, there's it's not a fun book to it's not an easy book to get through. Like if this was a movie, it would be right up there with like a Serbian film and Sallow. But I, and I don't know why I keep wanting to read these books. Maybe I'm just really messed up inside. But um, they, they, I don't know. They just, uh, I, I like reading these books. In fact, right after I finished that book, I bought four more books by the same art, art, artist, author. Damn it! And um, I've just kind of been going through his, uh, his book series. I, I, I'm working on one. Uh, it's just a collection of short stories. But if you like vile, disgusting, hyper-violent stories that are unrelentingly gross, uh, check out uh, The Slob and Son of the Slob by Aaron Beauregard. Hmm. <clears throat> it sounds awful. It was, and I loved it. So I'm just, an, I'm a garbage person. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, aside from that, like I said earlier, I did buy 21 movies within the past two days, and I've spent uh, way too much money on this. I'm, ju- I'm just going to run down a list of the movies that I bought. Superman 2. Yeah. Uh this collection, this movie called Chupacabra versus the Alamo. Okay. <laughs> Puppet Master, The Littlest Reich, Ashley, Return of the the Return of the Living Dead. I approve of both of those. Uh, my son picked out Shin Godzilla, so you know uh-huh. he's he's got it. Uh, the Sacrament, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the the remake, the 2003 one. I really like that remake. Me too. I freaking love it, man. Uh, Croczilla, The Mothman Prophecies, Parasite, Return of the Living Dead 3, Mama, Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters, Krampus, The Pack, Sublime, The Grudge, Alien vs. Predator, Requiem, The Gate. Nice. Yeah. Right, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good, oh, that's a good movie, man. Too, by the way, I got an extra copy of that on vinyl. That's freaking awesome. That'll be a giveaway in the future. Nice. Mm-hmm. Put me in for the drawing. Heck yeah. <laughs> uh, Exorcist: The Beginning, The Eye, uh, the remake with Halle Berry, uh, Zombieland, Burnt Offerings, Thirteen Ghosts, and Boar. Pig-headed horror. I think that one's just pig horror. <laughs> pig horror. Yeah. I approve Australian of movie. most of those. Granted, they're not all Black winners. Friday sales coming up, so you need to watch for those. Oh my gosh, I am. When I was walking out, both all those movies were like between one a pawn shop and like like a a, a store comparable to like a gray whale, right? A gray whale is like a used, uh, used and new video music type store. Uh, we don't have that here. Oh, that sucks. Well, um, yeah, all those movies were purchased between two locations, and both times walking out. Oh my gosh, my incredibly loving, understanding, supportive, 
wife, Morgan, was just looking at me with a disapproving look. But also, she knows it makes me happy. So she's like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's nice that you have, like, <clears throat> a supportive wife, even if she's still on the inside, like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, take you out. Yeah, she's she's she is truly the best. Like, she is the best part. Morgan and Dom are the best things about my life and will forever be the best things about my life. Uh, let's see. And do you guys have anything else to mention before we start getting into this review proper? Nope. Since you won't let me talk about Christmas, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> oh, Ashley, you can talk about Christmas as much as you want. I just told you I bought Krampus. Oh, that's true. He bought Krampus. <laughs> I watched that last night, too. I forgot. Oh, so Krampus a- and Black Christmas. Yes, and, and Justin Bean's uh, part of the bonus features of that new Steelbook release. Oh, yeah, I really oh. want that, because that was a really good movie, and I would love to see those extras. Oh, yeah. Damn it. Yep, there's you another box. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I didn't know he was on the, the, the special features for the Steelbook. I would have held off and instead of buying this one. I had to buy another one. <laughs> That's what we do as horror fans. Uh, I can no. look in my cabinet right now. I probably have like 30 copies of Puppet Master. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's just what it is. You got is. to. That's essential. Don't, <laughs> exactly. don't laugh. But it, for me, it's not all just horror because I have three copies of Rush Hour 2. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> to three, each their own. Three copies of Rush Hour 2. And one of them isn't even justifiable because it's the exact same. Copy. Yeah, right. You're just like accidentally. <laughs> like, I got like three copies of Christmas Story. So there you go. I love that movie. Classic. That is a good movie. Oh, fudge. Look, <laughs> what came out of my mouth wasn't. Look, fun. I'm going to try to keep my Christmas contained until the Christmas episodes, but it's hard for me because I love Christmas. All well, everything but the roof lights are out at my house right now, thanks to my friend Corpse. Thank you, Corpse. Thanks, yes. Corpse. He did it. And he Love put my hair together. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I'm putting up my tree as soon as this podcast is over. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's rolled his eyes at me, family. Everyone listening right now. He rolled his eyes and he's shaking his head disapprovingly. As yeah, um, as, as that is the proper reaction. I as one should. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into this review proper. Um, can I let me start off by talking about false memory? You guys know what false memory is? Yes. <laughs> Ashley. If it is what it sounds like it is. I if you had asked me the last time we recorded when we were getting ready to do this movie and we were planning this out, if you had asked me about this movie, I would have sworn up and down on my life that i had seen this movie because i had seen parts of this movie i had seen on multiple occasions and i know so much about this movie and then when i sat down to watch it i was like oh shit do i not know this movie have i never seen this and i i yeah this was my first time front to back watching this movie this is like my exorcist moment So you have not seen Motel Hell. Oh, I have now. now. Yeah. Which is great because uh, Sleepaway Camp 2, 
we had Sean Taylor. That was his first time watching. Nice. The last episode, we had Greg uh, Greg Bench, and that was his first time watching. And this episode, it's my first time watching, so let's keep this trend going. <laughs> we will. Well, we all know Greg has seen it, mm-hmm. as evidenced by the tattoo on him. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. We should have Greg give the synopsis. Go for it, Greg. Oh, man. Well, you know Greg Mortis does the easy way out, right? You know that, because that's... Ally world. Is Let's he rolling to IMDb? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they always do such a job. They're so poetic. I mean, it's like legit. Like every time IMDb has a rating or a. It's review, like Shakespeare. It's like yes, absolutely. It's it's it's, it's <laughs> Beethoven on on words. I mean, it's just that good. So let's see what they say about. <laughs> yeah. A seemingly friendly farmer and his sister kidnap unsuspecting travelers and bury them alive using them to create the special meat they're famous for. Now, if that ain't a spoiler from hell. I don't oh, know my that. God. Yeah. It just totally gave the whole movie away. That's the whole <laughs> twist. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sorry. Oh Thank God y'all spoilers. Spoiler episodes. It's a spoiler uh, podcast. It's a spoiler podcast. There you go. Now, it is the story of uh, Rory Calhoun, who plays Farmer Vincent, and his sister, Ida, played by the great Nancy Parsons. And they do run a motel called Motel Hello, but for some reason that Otis always blinks. <laughs> and they are world known, or not world known, I would say maybe within a probably a hundred mile radius, known for their special meats, their beef jerkies. That's uh, the best in town and around. So everybody comes to see them for that. And there's some shenanigans that happen, some disappearances and some weird occasions and a really goofy uh, inspector that likes to fall on his butt a lot and just all kinds of good <laughs> stuff. It's, it's, it's the classic stuff. It's Motel Hell. So, yeah. And I do have it tattooed on my body and I would tattoo more. Oh, there's so many tattoos in Motel Hell. I want. But my wife won't let me. She did. I did remember. Remember there's the scene with Ida? <laughs> She's got a meat cleaver in her hand. There's like a really cool scene in the movie, guys. And I told her, I said, boy, I'd make a great tattoo. She said, uh-uh. She said, no, I'm going to be looking at that tattoo all the time. Can I ask you something? Mm-hmm. Can I design a tattoo for you? You can. No, no, <laughs> not 100% that I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you Are you able to see the screen right now? Like our, our video feed? Yeah, I can see your video feed. Let me show you something. Okay. Uh-oh. You ain't showing me your butt. Put your, put your pants back. <laughs> oh, my God. You dirty bird, you. Put your pants. Roll. Roll, put your pants. Flush, everyone. Stop that. (laughs) (laughs) No, this isn't our sleepaway camp episode. My booty shorts are put away. (laughs) He really did have a pair on. Oh, dude, I forgot you're an artist. So this is one that I was working on a while ago. Oh, the Necromonicon. You can design me a tattoo. Hey, what's up with this? Oh, yeah, Pearl said you got to draw her a Medusa. Dude, that is freaking killer. Oh, He's I, really good. Yeah, yeah that, that I would totally do, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I, Ashley, I was going to save this one, but uh, I'm working on a new logo for the podcast. <gasps> oh. Yes! Oh, dude, I love it. You should totally roll with that. I'm telling you, too. The gruesome. Please. <laughs> I'm very impressed, and yes, I would completely tattoo that somewhere on me. You're going to have to put that on the Twitter feed so they'll know. 
Yeah, I'll have to uh, do it in honor of Roe. I'll say honor Roe. Okay. The <laughs> <laughs> cheek of my right ass, right there. Oh, buddy, <laughs> I got it. I got prime real estate right there. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. And you got the right cheek, not the left. So that's pretty good, Roe. You done good. Yeah, that's the that's the dominant cheek, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pearl's looking at me like, what are you talking about? Oh, my goodness. Well, I only brought that up because, um, and Ashley, I'll be happy to design you a tattoo also. <laughs> but uh, I, I know you, uh, Greg, I brought that up because I know you have a tattoo of this movie. And I was like, man, I would love, because I've, de- I've designed tattoos for people in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would love to design a horror tattoo for... For both of you, to frankly, mm, totally, I, I totally, roll. yeah, absolutely. Nice. Now that we got that ADHD moment out of the way, yep, there it is again. <laughs> back, to the <laughs> back to Farmer Vincent and his mm. smoked mm. meats. I I love this opening with the uh, the motel hello and the flashing O. Yeah. Because it's framed so good, and Farmer Vincent is just this old, unassuming dude sitting outside of his motel. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the hell he was doing. I still don't know how he knows people are driving down that road, but he just, like, he gets, like, his spidey sensor tingling or something, and then he grabs a shotgun and goes, <laughs> goes to the road and shoots out the tire of this motorcycle and, uh, I don't know, he's a true causes hunter. the But how did he know hunter. they were coming? <laughs> He knows these things. He reminds me so much of my grandfather. Like, not the whole um, killing people and making meat out of them thing. That did I was not about occur. To ask. But yeah, I just want to make sure everyone knew that part. But <clears throat> the hair, the overalls, he wore those things every day of his life. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Oh, so that brings a special spot to you. So right. You can relate. My grandfather, however, did during Prohibition smuggle alcohol. Ooh, See, that's that's gangster. Your your granddad's like f the police. Exactly. So I've got some cool <clears throat> backstory in my family. There, I didn't inherit that gene of the like risk taker badass. I'm pretty quiet, but. Yeah, so it made me think of my grandfather. And before I go on a tangent, let's get back to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what did you guys think of this? Because I thought it was so cool. There's very little music in this opening and whatnot. And then when he when he uh, saves the girl, I don't I, I don't know what to think about that. Because, like, what made her special? Just because she was cute? I mean, she was alive just like everyone else. But uh, I don't know. Because there would not be a movie if he did not save that girl. So. Terry. Terry, yes. Terry. You need an axle rod. Yeah, you would not have had a penthouse playmate crash in front of you, see? And, and if she hadn't, then, yeah, so they had to do that. Yeah. I don't know why he was like, you know what, the guy can go. Let's put the girl up for a while and try to take care of her. He seemed, like, very reluctant in the, the way the relationship was evolving, mm-hmm. but also willingly partook in it so i don't i don't know well it, so it seems like she instigated a lot of like the physical stuff 
Well, yeah. her, her man was a elderly guy too, though. He was a lot older than she was. So you could tell that there was definitely a father daughter issue going on in her brain anyway. So yeah, I think she just liked the older dudes. That's so a good that, point. So there is a fun fact about that is that the actor that portrayed the boyfriend on the motorcycle was 60 years old. And Farmer Vincent was almost 60 years old. So Homeboy on the Motorcycle was older than Farmer Vincent. <laughs> <clears throat> I didn't know that. That's actually really funny. So, yeah, I guess Greg is right here. She had a she had a daddy issue. <laughs> yeah. so. Well, I mean, Farmer Vincent was really playing into that daddy issue thing because a lot of the things he says to her are real creepy. Like when they start getting like romantically entangled, like when they uh, when they're about to get married. And I can't remember what he gives her, but he says like nothing's too good for my little girl. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> Does it give you that icky feeling? It just makes you feel all ugh inside. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, I had read that the original script was super dark. And had some really gross things in it. So it's <clears throat> imagine what they cut out if we're still being creeped out by this. Yeah, you, 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 sorry, go ahead, Greg. I was going to say that uh, if you listen to the commentary, I've listened to two different commentaries, and there's one on the Screen Factory uh, release that's really honestly pretty dull, I'll be honest. Uh, the Arrow video has a little bit better of a commentary, but, um, Kevin Connor, who directed this movie, did mention the fact that it was a lot darker. And he was like, no, we're going to do this a little different if I'm going to be signed on to do this. And that was like the opening, kind of that whole opening scene was the fact that it was kind of written that way. But there was also a scene with uh, the sister there with a dildo and stuff like that, mm -hmm. like real in the script. And he's like, yeah, we're not going there. So he did have them change it up a little bit to fit a little different genre. <laughs> <clears throat> they said that uh, there was, like, bestiality in the original script, and, like, no one would touch it, like, yeah. and I think, I correct me here, it was the Universal, maybe, that would not touch it, and Toby Hooper was slated to direct it, and he backed out with them, so this could have been a much different film, <clears throat> we could have had... Well, I mean, everyone always kind of, like, equates this to Texas Chainsaw just because there's a chainsaw in it, mm. and there's meat. Cannibalism. But uh, yeah. that was a little bit of Toby's influence, but he ended up not doing it. Yeah, this this does give me some, uh, some Texas Chainsaw Massacre vibes, and I think, Ashley, you and I might have read the same thing about the darker script and the bestiality and Toby Hooper being connected to it, but then backed out once Universal backed out. Um, and, uh, the, I also read another part where it said that the, originally there was no, like, like darker black comedy in, in the original script. It was supposed to just be like super depressing. Mm -hmm. I would not have liked that. Honestly, I would have. <laughs> I know that you would have. <laughs> You're Maybe you need to come out row and do Motel Hell, the point one version. <laughs> <laughs> the super dark unrelenting just by the end of it you're just ugh. Oh, I like the humor you know that's how I am yeah I'm okay with humor but I also like kid killing so <laughs> yeah it's crazy I can't do that it makes me think of my little girl oh 
Yeah, it, make, it makes me think of my boy too, but that's why it's effective. You know, like I'm not going <laughs> to watch horror movies. I mean, people watch different horror movies, the, the horror movies they pick for different reasons. Everyone's, everyone's different. But to me, I view it the same way as like spicy food. I am a spicy food eater. The spicier, the better. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the One Chip Challenge by Paki. Oh, I have, yes. Yes, Quartz has done that. I've done that too. Ooh. I watched him wither away in pain. I I I I mean I had to get up, I had to move around, shake it a little bit, but I didn't drink water at all. Like at like I no water, no milk, no ice, no nothing. You're insane. I have a problem doing Texas Pete. Like that's about as hot as I get. So great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Come on, man. I got acid reflux, man. I got I reflux. am the same way. I love hot stuff though, but I need it to be on the like more like the vinegary, like little spice wow. side. That's mm-hmm. what I like. I like the vinegar stuff. It, Ooh, it's, I love ugh, that. I, I like it when it burns coming in and burns coming out. Like, like a, if I smell some burnt hair, that's the best, you know? <laughs> but but see, like that that's the same thing with horror movies. If mm-hmm. if someone tells me, hey, this I, I got a pepper one time, a pepper plant from the store, like a whole potted pepper plant, and I was looking it up and I said, this plant is, this pepper is usually too hot for human consumption. I'm like, that sounds like a dare. So (laughs) I took that home and I straight ate that pepper raw and then I ate two more. Sheesh. And uh, that's the kind of person I am. And that's how I view horror movies. Like if someone says, this movie's too gross and too disturbing, I'm like, bitch, do you know who I am? (laughs) So out of curiosity, like movies, French stream horror, such as like Martyrs and Inside, you've seen, you like? Oh, yeah. Okay. I am I am about it, man. Like, and there, there I have my limits. Like, I don't enjoy, Um, oh my gosh, I just said the name of the movie a while ago. Serbian film? So yeah, I've seen a Serbian film. I own a Serbian film and I don't enjoy it. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the Serbian film myself. I, I would never, honestly, rewatch that one ever again. One time was enough for me. I'll I'll, I'll rewatch it again one day, but as mm. of right now, it's just stowed away, and I I I'm not going to revisit that for the foreseeable future one day. But <clears throat> I the I, I watch horror movies to feel something, not to be coddled, you know. So <laughs> and yeah. that's just me. <laughs> I watch them for comfort because that's how I grew up. There are some that I'll watch for comfort, yeah. And just because I enjoy them. But, like, I grew up with a mom who only watched horror movies. And it was, like, 80 slashers because that was her generation. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so I think it gives me some sort of, like, internal peace to put on a slasher movie and just, like, forget about, what I guess, what's happening in my life. And I get that, man. Like I said, we all watch horror movies for for our own personal reasons. When I'm if I'm sick, which I am, uh, I lay in bed and I'll just watch. Uh, Hijo de tu madre, ¿cómo se llama? Uh, <laughs> oh no, he's speaking Spanish. <laughs> Amityville, yeah. Amityville Two, The Possession, because it's a comfort movie for me. Oh, I like that one. But the point Good is, call. this movie originally was supposed to be more my taste and instead ends up being more ashley's taste yes <laughs> why, oh, did, why did that happen because the lord loves me and not him that's right <laughs> you're the cool kid. <laughs> and raul's not the cool kid right now exactly 
Have I ever been the cool kid? I don't know. Well, I hope so. You are to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did we just have a moment? We just had a moment, everyone. I had a moment. <laughs> so. Roll had a moment. <laughs> you know, we always talk about how Caroline does and does not like horror movies. Basically, she's like. Says she doesn't like them, but she'll come up to me and, like, talk about the movies because she was, like, low-key paying attention. This Mm -hmm. is one of those movies. She's like, Mama, what's that movie with the gurgling noises and, like, the farmer who, he has people out in a little garden patch? And I'm like, see, she is paying attention. Mm Mm-hmm. So, she's eight years old and she's Mm low-key likes Motel Hell. Good honor, man. Freaking raising kids right. Yeah. yeah. But the gurgling sound, that's one of the things in this movie I cannot stand. Ugh. To me, it sounded like the like like uh, John Davis from Corn, like, scream scatting sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ew. Like, for me, it was just like... Jonathan Davis needs to look out. He might his band, man. That's right. I'm coming for you, John. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I just, anytime it shot to that and then they were checking on their crop, um, I'm just like, ugh, the gurgling noises. It's so a cool I, idea, though. Yeah. Like, to plant people on the ground, mm-hmm. slit their throats where they can't scream. But... The gurgling, it was a lot. It's a lot to take in. It, so, but it is a it is a disturbing like audio cue. Um, but they kind of play it out a little too far. Like every like at first when you first see the bag and it moves, and I think it's Bob. Bob, right? He finds a garden. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, when he comes back, uh, Bob's the inspector who falls on his ass and gets all muddy and whatnot. Yeah. But when he comes back later that day and he finds a garden and you see one of those sacks on the ground move and it's a, it's a suspenseful scene and the reveal and then the kind of noise. It's um, it's effective. I think it was creepy. Great. Yeah. The first time I saw it. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. It's unsettling. I. I. <laughs> Uh, sorry, guys. I'm watching it right next to me, and I'm to the part where Bruce takes Terry to the mountains, and like, <laughs> and breaks up the uh, the woods, like all the all the people having sex in cars. <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about why that naked woman thought it was a good idea to get out of the car? For, she did that for us. Yeah. <laughs> that's total fan service, I guess. Yeah. Well, you know what. Sorry, go ahead, Greg. I was going to say the funny story behind it was Paul Linky, who plays the Bruce, the brother of mm-hmm. Vince. The funny story was, was he said when they shot that scene, like he said, there's a line of actresses back then that actually that was part of their repertoire. Like they literally had on their applications, like we'll get nude to do scenes. And he said it was like a long, he, he never knew it, but there was like a long list of women that would specifically be hired that did exactly what she did. Like they had it in their role. That's what they want to do is I'll be the girl that runs out in front of a car naked. And he said, this is like, what? I didn't know that was a thing, but that was legit a thing back in the day. Like 
yeah, I'm an actress. I will get naked and walk in front of a car. For wow. A Yo, I get it, man. There was a time in my life you didn't have to convince me too hard to take my pants <laughs> off. So I, I get it. <laughs> no, that's not my thing. No. Uh, well, I mean, speaking of things, in that same scene, we do get a brief shot of Dong. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's, that is very true. Yeah, yeah right, right, after, right after that uh, naked woman gets out of the car, a naked man gets out, chases her, puts her back in the car, and we see his dong flopping around a little bit. It's so, a little in shadow, but uh, you can see it's it. It's there. Yeah. So at least they, you know, were being, had some equality going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why they jumped out of the car, I don't know, but whatever. Well, you know, you know me. I'm all about for the. I, I'm I'm about gender equality in movies. So show me some boobs. Let me see some dong. <laughs> Greg, how do you feel Not about it. that? Uh, yeah, sure, I'm all for it. Hey, like you know, whatever. When yeah. in Rome. When in Rome. <laughs> how did you guys feel like after the initial car accident or the motorcycle accident? Where Terry's boyfriend like is super dead, and we bur- I buried him at sunrise. Like, what the hell? That was so weird to me. And I'm just thinking, like, was there a time period where where it was acceptable to just like bury someone? Right. <clears throat> well, that whole thing set up too was the fact that the brother, yeah, because Nina's character uh, Terry is sitting there like, but and then. You know, Bruce looks at her and says, well, you know, that kind of is what we do around her. And you're like, what, really? <laughs> okay. Like, you just get to... Just covering up. Like, you just get to, like, be the undertaker of someone. You don't even know who they are. Their family doesn't know they're dead yet. Yeah. You're just like, I buried them. It's fine. It's okay. Move on. That was a very low-cost funeral. Seems super rude. And he must have dug that hole real quick. But then again, he does have a large, a large uh, amount of attachments for his tractor. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. I'm pretty sure he probably has like pre-made burial plots or something on his farm. Yeah. Just in case. Um, but but then they just kind of take... They're talking about Terry like she's a stray dog. Like, what do you want her to do with her? Like, ah, I'll take her in. She'll be good use around the farm. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, that's weird yeah oh yeah but it is a farm but she's also a person (laughs) but they women are people (laughs) (laughs) no he's probably like this one's pretty i'll keep her yeah oh my gosh i did not like that no not at all well she did kind of seem like yeah she'll She'll, she'll come in handy on the farm. Like, at first she was okay with it, but that didn't last long. No. That did not last long. That was threatening to her for some reason. And then that made me feel like there was an incestual thing going on. Like, just, like, the undertones of that. I don't know. That was kind of weird. Yeah, I felt that, too. Greg, did you did you feel that? Yeah, to an extent, yeah. Yeah, I get that. But, I mean, this is an 80s flick that they... <laughs> It was basically like, you got to think, before the slashers really hit slasher element movements and different things, this kind of hit in that uh, heyday when it was first started, like breaking. Because Friday 13th basically got it rolling after Halloween. Right. So we know uh, Friday 13th came out in, I believe, May. This one didn't come out until October of 80. So 
you were getting that influx of different style movies and different, you know, whether it was comedy or whether it was slasher or whatever, you know, this kind of hit in that era where all things were just open. It was just do whatever you want, throw it out there and we'll see what happens. And I think that's kind of where this movie can come about was like, let's just throw a bunch of ideas in there and see what hits and what sticks. And if it don't, so be it. It's still a fun movie. And I just, that's the way I've always took this. Well, I appreciate it. <clears throat> because I really like this one, so I'm glad they did that. Did you guys catch how much that sample box of meat was? Three dollars? Huh. What was it? Three dollars or something? Two dollars or something? Two dollars and ninety-five cents. Yeah. God, to have that box in my hand right now. Oh my God. Oh, that would be a cool prop to have. Mm-hmm. I want oh, the original, God. like, dude. It would be in a safe. In a glass display box, like, dude, it would be a holy grail for me. Somebody that owns that, please get in touch with me. I want that. Now, now every 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 year here in Tooele, they have like this mountain man rendezvous where they recreate like uh, the the trading posts of the old uh, wagon trail days. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have people like selling pelts and like root beer and blah 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 blah. Like, and like they have this amazing jerky. Like buffalo jerky and deer jerky and all this whatnot. Oh, it's so good. But you know how much a freaking pound of jerky like costs in, in that place? It's freaking like $25 for a pound of jerky. Oh. <laughs> Inflation. I'm like, oh my gosh, to have that box for $2.95. I don't even care if it's half people. I'd buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. Give me two of them. Yeah, and I'm watching that scene right now. That guy, that guy's holding two boxes. He bought two of them. Sure. For those prices, Lord. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he also got bumper stickers. So hey. That's what I can say. I would take a bumper sticker. (laughs) (laughs) And he just went up there and just slapped that sticker on their bumper. Like, I would not want that on my car. But some people like stickers. I love stickers. You sent me stickers in my Halloween car. I sent stickers. Like, I don't, don't put them on your car. Those are I put them on my DVD rack. I don't have stickers on my car. I don't know. I have bought a few and I just never put them on there. Do you think, uh, was that Ida that scared the shit out of those little girls in the, in the, in the barn? Oh yeah. It had to be. (laughs) And he just followed it up. Just like. I'll take care of this. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that would have scared the piss out of anybody. Yeah. And they're like, the children, they've never reacted like this before. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, because she's slaughtering humans in the back, lady. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. He Like, Farmer Vincent doesn't give a damn. Nope. No, he really doesn't. Like, he plays this so straight. Yeah. He really does. And honestly, I'm I'm really surprised at how pedestrian um, he goes about the business of killing, slaughtering, and selling human beings as meat products. Because it, he really treats it not like um, a malicious act. Like, there's, there's no malice or mean-spirited nature behind what he's doing. He really treats it like he's farming and cultivating these people in the garden. Like... Um, the, the, the feeding tube with the funnel, I thought like, well, they really don't have to do that. You know, they could just aggressively shove things into their mouth. Um, or the, the, the 
hypno cube is what I call it with the light and the sound and whatnot. They did that to calm them down, to get them all docile and calm their nerves before in what well, what I assume would be in their minds humanely killing them, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, who who are they doing that for? They're not doing that, pri- I guess, for themselves. They're legitimately doing that for their crop. Like, they don't have to do that, but they're doing it anyway because in their mind, that's humane. And then while they're uh, towards the end of the movie when Terry is... Hijo de tu madre, Terry is, is in on it, right? Yeah. Um, she finds out what's going on and the veil's been revealed or the veil's been lifted, the curtain's been pulled back. And um, Farmer Vincent, again, there's no malice into his nature. There's no like, I'm not doing this to be mean. It's just there's too many people in this world and there's not enough food. So I'm taking care of both problems at the same time. And, you know, whatever. We treat them more humane. He, he even says we treat them more humanely than most farmers treat their livestock. So... There really is no malice behind what he's doing. He's legitimately like he's you know, farming. That's yeah, just <clears throat> it's it's just what he's farming is awful. It's mm. Stewardship of his crop. He's making sure that it's you know how it needs to be to make the best meats possible. There you and go. that means you have to treat your livestock well <laughs> or your crop well. Or your people that you stuffed into a ground. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> <That goes laughs> yeah. I come from a farm family, so I get it. Like he really just like it legit is like this is my farm, and this is my product. And to him, there's no like. It's not like he's doing the thing like Angela did in the last two sleepaway camps, where it's like. Well, you're being bad, so now I gotta kill you. Even though there was that one scene <laughs> mm-hmm. of the uh, the motel guests that were into some freaky stuff. Oh, I love that scene. Uh, they thought they were gonna join in on that, and like I don't know if that was like some moral virtue signaling there, but <clears throat> like mostly it was just like this is my hunting season, and this is how I I catch, you know my product so i didn't feel like there was something like normally slashers are like these damn teenagers or whatever it was just like legitimately this is my business and i'm just you know yeah he just it it was yeah that's well said it was just a business yeah he's not like leatherface and like there's no he's not taking pleasure in the kill ida was super taking pleasure in the kill like she was she's a monster (laughs) (laughs) family yeah (laughs) Yeah, Ida had some issues. That whole dynamic of the brother-sister-cop-brother thing, like, they had a weird family dynamic going on there. So I had the... Go ahead. The cop being so oblivious to what his family was doing. It's like, I thought, like, when I first saw the movie, it was going to go a different way. Like, of course we have a cop, like, planted, you know? So we can get away with things. But he like legit didn't know what the hell was going on. With Mm. all of their craziness. Of Ida and Farmer Vincent. Greg what do you think? Yeah he he totally. Yeah that that was clueless. What was going on there on his end. But uh, I mean he knew his brother and sister. Were definitely I'm talking about Bruce now. that They were kind of off the rocker a little bit. But 
he didn't have an idea of what was totally going on. Yeah. I mean, you got to have that character. And I mean, I know why they bring him in. I know why you bring in Paul Lincoln, too. I know he's friends with uh, the writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wrote their character specifically with him in mind. So they go with that. But I, I thought it was a good character. I thought it was a good uh, uh, twist in the movie itself. I mean, to have that plot with her and uh, him going on with, you know, Terry and him along with Vincent and her. So it kind of that whole yeah. time. I just thought everything played out well. And I, I like how the reveal toward the end of the movie, you know, with Bruce and Vincent went on. It was, it, to me, it was great. I mean, it's cheese, tongue and cheek type, you know, type cheese. But to me, it's the best of the tongue and cheese. I love it. Yeah, I really appreciated it because it didn't go where I thought it would at first. Right. Totally. Because, you know, like you watch... Like, if you watch, like, the remakes of the Texas Chainsaw and he, like, <clears throat> steals the cop's identity, like, so he's he's the law now, so his family can get away with whatever the hell they're doing. Like, I thought it was going to go that way. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. So I really appreciate that. So I had, like I said, this was my first time watch front to back. And I, three times in my notes, I wrote down, is Bruce in on it? Like, does does he know? And then after he's uh, rejected by Terry, and he he finally starts doing some police work for the first time in the movie, (laughs) just just to get some dirt, just to possibly dig up some dirt on on Vincent to, I guess, like, besmirch his name or smear his reputation or anything like that. Um, That's when he uncovers this uh, cannibalism thing. He bit off more than he could chew, but I don't think that, like, I don't think right off the bat he knew that anything was going on. I mean, he's eating the meat just like anyone else. In fact, he also tells a story about how they smoked a dog when they were kids. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Grandma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. And and he's super into the story. He's like, yeah, whatever, you know, meat's meat and the man's got to eat. So, yeah. Um, like that 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 part made me think like oh he's he's in on it he's uh he's he's part of this but then once he finally starts doing some police work and he he gets freaked out by what he finds i'm like oh he was he wasn't in on this how is he not in on this mm-hmm. but yeah i i thought that was cool you know subverting expectations right and also that is such an iconic line i say that all <laughs> the time like in any situation i can where it's appropriate Meat's meat, and a man's got to eat. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I'm going to ask you guys something. Is there any circumstance that you can think of where you would consume human flesh? Not mm. if I knew about it. Mm. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Greg's like, listen, you I said any circumstance. <laughs> now, if I was like in the movie Alive, uh, you know, the survivalist movie, and like you're, at, you know what I mean? You're, there's no possibility of food. You're in a snow terrain and you're dying. Like maybe, and I still don't think I can do it. I don't know. I think I just had to starve. <laughs> Sometimes I think of those survival movies like that. <clears throat> I'm like, why do people have this will to live so much that they'll do anything? <laughs> Earl just looked at me and said, "I need to crap out of you." That's exactly what she said. <laughs> you better well, watch it, me, right? So- <laughs> Well, yeah, there you go. Why well, let an animal eat me? You know, I'll eat you. Okay, thank you, love. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm not gonna I, let you go to waste, even in death. 
I'll take That's you right. with me to the end. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> golly. That's hilarious. We're closer than ever now. Yeah, yeah, you're in me. Uh, <laughs> whoops, now you're out of me. <laughs> Darn that it. Is so funny. <laughs> For that half hour, you were in me now. A little hot. A little hot. Uh, you know what, though? I, I, I would. I would. I yeah. You would say you, that. You're twisted. You're dark, though. Like if it was a if it was a matter of life and death, like I eat or I'm gonna die. Yeah, I would. If it gives you, all right, scenario. You're 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 in a a a place that earthquake hits and you're under rubble and like you're in a room and you're gonna die if you don't eat and there's one person left and he's already passed. Then yeah, maybe something like that. If there was a chance that I was going to get through this. Now, if there was still not a chance in hell that I was living, now nah, just go ahead and let me die. <laughs> but if I had like a tenth of a percent of a chance that I'm going to get out of this thing alive. All right, come on over here. Let me let me slice a little bit. Of it. <laughs> I don't know if you do a finger. Like, you know, do you do a finger first or what do you do? Like, legit. No, no, you think of that movie, uh, damn it, with Henry Rollins. How about Ron Turn? No. Oh, 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 I know what you're talking about. Um, we he, are... he didn't die or he couldn't. Yes. Uh, oh, he, he never died. He yeah. never died. Gotcha. Yeah, he just like, you know, <laughs> takes a finger here and there. Yeah. <clears throat> finger, a toe. But it had to be a non-hairy toe because you don't know. That's, that's like the chicken wings of people. Nah, dog, give me something like... <laughs> You want to break me off a piece? Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Like, give me a straight, like ass cheek where the meat is. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're How... lucky to be a woman there, and she'd have passed, and you're like, okay, I'm going for the breast because you like a breast, and then be simple, <laughs> and then you're like, ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> really? No meat in this one. What the heck? Silicone. All right, so yeah. <laughs> Which that was in a movie. That was in a movie. You got to watch it. That's hilarious. <laughs> what the what? Not what? not my wife, man. She's all natural. <laughs> Again, we're learning too much about your personal life. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Thank you for uh, thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, oh my god! But like, if I was in a situation like that, I don't have. A stove or a grill or anything like ooh. Eat it raw, baby. <sighs> ooh. Yo, I've eaten raw meat. It's not the it's not the best, but it's not the worst. I'm not. Oh. Nope. Oh, gotta be cooked. Medium well is as far mm -hmm. as I'll go. Yep. Yo, yep. medium medium rare. Like I love my steak mooing at me. Ew. That's perfect. Can't do it, sir. That's the yeah. That's the carnivore in me, man. Like. uh <laughs> Well, one of my friends has family who are cattle cattle farmers, and every year they slaughter around November, around this time of year, they slaughter a cow, and they're actually giving me the heart because the heart is one of my favorite organs to eat, and I never get to eat it, but that's my way of paying homage to like my Aztec roots when they would um, sacrifice uh, people, and there's a lot of. Um, rituals with uh with heart and 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 whatnot so that's that's me paying homage to my to my aztec roots there you go i am vegan now 
<laughs> You've converted Ash- me. Ashley meets meat and a man's got to eat. I guess so. Dog has critters to make farmer <laughs> Damn right. I don't know how much of that stand in there. That we went we went on a tangent. <laughs> About eating people. Yeah. We did. Let's get back to Bruce. Hello, Bruce. Paul Linky. I don't know. Bruce is kind of a piece of shit to me. I think he's just naive. No, because he's trying to like he like he he's kind of forcing himself on Terry, and she's like, no, 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 twice, right? Mm. And then, even after that, at at no point does he does Terry give any indication that she's into him at all, right? Nothing. And um, even so, after after they get stuck in the mud, and he falls flat on his face, he's covered in mud. He looks like a giant turd. When he drops her back off at. Uh, at, at the motel. And even, even with his face covered in mud, he leans in to kiss her. And she shakes his hand like, it was fun tonight. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, and then too young for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that might have been it. I feel like he was just like waiting for her to come to her senses. He's like, you can't be into my brother. Ugh. The the very thought that he could that she could be into to 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 Vincent was like um, unspeakable. Like there has to be something mentally wrong with this girl. She can't be into Vincent. Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, look, she can like whoever she likes. You know, like I don't I don't see the appeal personally, but like <clears throat> she's not crazy if she's into it. There's you know, all kinds. Yeah, I guess so. And then, and then uh, he goes to her, thinking that she's in trouble and she's being forced into this thing. And even when she says, "No, this is my idea. Like we're gonna get married, and I'm happy about it." Again, he's like, "No, you you don't understand. You're gonna you're gonna be super disappointed when he takes his pants off and he's got his old dick and balls out there." <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even work. He's got syphilis of the brain. He's like, like shit talking his own brother. Yeah. Just just for this girl that he's known for two days. Yeah. Family allegiance was really not good in this one, was it? No. <laughs> and then he's like, do you think I'm scared of Vincent? Then Vincent comes in with a shotgun and he's like, oh, hey, Vincent. Yeah, that was a, that was a funny joke, right? That's it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, I don't know. I still feel kind of bad for him. I feel like he's just totally naive. He has no idea what's happening. Like, his whole world is so small. Yeah. <laughs> he just cannot imagine anything that's about to befall him in, yeah. like, the last half of this movie. And I'm just like, how? How did you not... Like, all of these weird people, like, go missing here and your brother's freaking burying people in his yard where's the red flag sir like you you should have known something was going on well he only starts doing police work like i said when when um (laughs) when he realizes he's not gonna get laid yeah i guess so well it made for some entertainment so uh, i think he did a good job it was entertaining great (laughs) Absolutely entertaining. Heck yeah. And we haven't talked about the preacher yet. <laughs> Wolfman Jack. 
Let me tell you, Daddy. We're going to go yeah. all the way from the East Coast to the West Coast. We're coming in live and in style. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about it. Talk about it. I love Wolfman. I was just... <laughs> I used to mockery. listen to him, by the way. He used to be on my radio station. Oh, really? That's so funny. I, I had not known of him before this. So... It was just to me. It was like, what is this? <laughs> what is this? This like small town preacher, just rolling around with a freaking Playboy or whatever that was, penthouse. Uh, so I remember. Uh, so he, let's yeah. be official. <laughs> what was he, it? He, he, it was a hustler. A hustler. Oh, that's yeah. What issue was it, Greg? Was it like uh, uh see that August? <laughs> This is actually a bonus feature, and I forgot it already. It was a nineteen. <laughs> it's a pre nineteen eighty issue, so I don't know who the playmate was. Oh wow, yeah, that was just wild to me. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> see, for me, it was gold because I knew who Wolfman Jack was. So for yeah. me to see him on screen was like epicness, like. All right, what are they going to do with Wolfman Jack, right? As soon as I saw the name, because I've seen the name before I've seen the movie. So I see the character, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. It's like Ozzy when he played a reverend in Trick or Treat. I'm like, perfect casting. Like, this yeah. is it. Like, you're putting Wolfman Jack in as a reverend. Like, dude, this is this is great. This is gold, and it worked. I, it worked. Yeah, it did. I thought he was hilarious. Yep. You know, I bring this up every episode. I do live in the Bible Belt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you just did. like the depiction of that. Oh, people here would what was not he like saying? it. Like, oh, Jesus, or something like when he's like, <laughs> "Oh, dear Jesus," or something. Yeah. I, said. I like yeah. that, Bruce. Are you looking at a lewd magazine? <laughs> Please give that to me so I can properly dispose of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so good. And I, I wrote down in my notes, he ain't disposing a shit. No, he's disposing. I mean, he's gonna like he's gonna go to the bathroom and dispose something into a Kleenex. That's what he's gonna do. Oh, Jack! (laughs) Did you ever hear Wolfman roll growing up? Which I know you're a lot younger than I am, so I don't think you would have. No, I I I never heard of Wolfman Jack. No, most Wolfman I. That's first time I heard. That's what made me fall in love with Kiss. Was the first time I ever heard Kiss was. Be the radio station. Wolfman Jack introduced it. Is it Wolfman Jack coming in with you? We got a song from Kiss. We're going to be listening to a song called I Was Made for Loving You, Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) So that really like did something for you because like you're familiar with this. So that was like a clicking point. Like, oh, shit. Yes. Like, I love when that happens in movies. Yeah. Oh, they, they cast it perfect. I was like, yeah, baby. Now, yeah, Greg, I mean, don't hate me, but I'm not. I'm actually not a big Kiss fan. I know you're not. You know why? Because you're into that 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 Lost Prophet stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. See, you're more into the Goth. You're more probably into let's let's go thirty seconds to Mars. Probably. Yeah. Uh, I can probably see you're probably My Chemical Romance. I, I was uh, on into maybe. that. Fallout Boy. Lincoln Park, Fall Boy, you're probably there. I, I like but, I, but I also love Slipknot, Mudvayne, Murder Dolls. Okay. Okay. I mean, that, they predate them, of course, but yeah, that's 
Yeah. You know, I I just bought my son his very first Slipknot T-shirt because whenever we get in the truck and I'm like, Dominic, what do, what, what do you want to listen to? He always says, can Wait. we listen to the Heretic Anthem? and we we have this back and forth singing i'm like if you're five 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 in front of the back seat he's like i'm six 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 and i'm like yeah (laughs) Yeah. oh my god that's my son yeah and uh my wife just rolls her eyes like oh my gosh she's like how could you do this (laughs) but it's great like i bought him his very first slipknot t-shirt and i was like here you go homie and he was like so like oh my gosh he he didn't he was was so broken up because in his mind he didn't get me anything oh so he goes into the closet where we have our halloween costumes and this was before halloween he pulls out the Halloween costume that I bought me. And yeah. then he, he presents that to me as if he, if, as if it's <laughs> a present he's getting me. And I thought it was funny. He's like, that well, I got so you horrible. this. Oh, so that's awesome. Dude. That's, awesome. that's sweet. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. That's better than my child. Who's like, I'm going to listen to machine gun Kelly. Mm. No, 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 no. <laughs> or when she was little like like three and four she'd be like i want to listen to kanye because <laughs> her father is into hip-hop i was like what? <sighs> yeah ain't nothing wrong with hip-hop but like if i'm gonna listen to some to some hip-hop and rap and whatnot i like the the 90s gangster rap you know yeah like some snoop dogg some dr dre stuff like that yeah, give me Eminem all day long. He's my favorite. I like Eminem. I tend to be more punk rock. Okay. Which has nothing to do with this movie. Once again, what Son did him of a bitch? We're just totally. <laughs> Ash- Ashley, get us back on track, please. Motel Hell. What the? It takes all kind of critters to make Farmer Vince's fritters. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce would say that, right? Greg, I don't know how you can record a six-hour podcast without falling into these freaking... Oh, we fall into them. That's why we go six hours. <laughs> We're having trouble. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> they'll be two hours long over one movie because we can't stop talking about other things that yeah. come up. Well, can, can we can we talk about the uh, the the couple that that shows up to the, to the motel <laughs> wanting oh some God. group sex? Yeah. Ew. Yeah, baby. Grease me up. <laughs> Let's get <laughs> Yeah, Greg, start us off, man. What did you think of that couple? Oh, my gosh, dude. That's like every every person's nightmare right there is that, that couple. Man. Or maybe it's your thing. I don't know. But. By nightmare, do you mean wet dream? Yeah, there you go. Man, there's when they're in the hotel room, when they finally get into the hotel room, because you know straight up when they first walk in to get a room and the way they're talking, I'm like, okay, yeah, we know where they are. <laughs> they end up in that hotel room and that guy comes out of the bathroom with whatever the frick that was he was wearing. I'm looking at a hair <laughs> chest and I'm like, yeah, yeah, and you're trying to, yeah, I don't know, but man, when Ida and freaking Farmer Vincent walked in, dude, holy cow, they got the gas mask and they're like I'm talking about how they're all into that stuff. Oh, baby, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And they just went along with it. Like They got to tie them up so easily yeah. because they were just into oh, it. Into it, yeah, yeah. Give, <laughs> give it to me. And they're like, "What's that smell?" 
in in my notes I said this this couple reminds me of the the porn filmmaker and the two girls um the like porn actresses that are in uh the hatchet movies the 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 first hatchet movie yeah it, it it reminded me a lot about that like this guy comes in with the swagger of someone who's just expecting some sex you know yeah yeah and at first it doesn't really seem like the girl's into it she's just kind of like rolling her eyes a bit about it but i mean once they're in the hotel room you're not wrong once they're in the hotel room she's just as like on board as he is uh they asked farmer vincent before they get in like do you want us to to register and farmer's like nope nope that won't be necessary no we don't need your name no, just you're fine give me five dollars we'll be done yeah, and uh, oh my, you know, I think this is where the bestiality part was going to come in because the girl at one point says, "Do you think they're in animals?" And he's like, "Oh, I hope so." Hope so. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that because at that part I was like, Ew. <laughs> "Yeah, what? such an odd scene." Like it's just so. I'm not going to say it's out of place for this movie, but in a way it is, and it's like just such an odd setup. But I'm like, okay, you got to have more bodies for the garden, so. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. And then he got a whole van full, so. Yeah. yeah. That's the jackpot. I also wrote down that they're getting horny watching uh, televangelist TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what, that's how you get down. But I mean, that's a real mood killer for me. <clears throat> you I don't know televangelist. Kevin Baker? Mm. Mm. No. <laughs> I don't I don't know what's worse. Televangelist TV or a cold pool. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I, I also wrote down that must be the easiest kill that they've ever had. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I mean they're like willing, like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, hog time. Yeah. So, oh baby, I like that. Mm -hmm. yeah, gas yeah. On, yeah. Gas me, gas me. <laughs> like, like, damn. Yes, they need more patrons like that. They wouldn't have to do much work. Yeah, you wouldn't have to go sh blow out tires or put up little cardboard cows. <laughs> Which are hilarious. Because the lady's like, are those cows? Like, the clearly those are not real cows. <laughs> <I know>. mm -hmm. <laughs> Big old reflective cartoon eyes. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> that had me rolling. And then he just pops out from behind them. Like, why did <laughs> that took so much work to set that kill up or that kidnapping up? Yeah, <laughs> he just has cardboard cut out freaking cows there, and he almost got caught that time. Yeah, why does that girl have like a police radio in her car? Mm. I have no idea. Was that a thing back then? Uh, I mean, my dad had CB in his car, so I mean, you would have had. A CB would have been a thing back in if you were traveling a lot. My parents had a CB in both of their cars. You remember you didn't have cell phones back in, so you would use the CB to call it. Hey, Breaker 1-9, Breaker 1-9, this is Gregor Mortis calling in the Minnesota Gopher. You got your, you got your 20 on? How's it looking <laughs> for 40? We got any 5-0s? <laughs> Candy cane. Oh, my God. It's pink champagne. Candy cane. <laughs> Oh my god, such a good movie. Yeah, and that, that kind of threw me off, but that's before... I don't know, I was born in 85, so... Yeah. 
You got to remember before internet, GPS, or anything, or cell phones, you had CVs. Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, thank goodness she had a CV because uh, yeah. otherwise, I don't think uh, I don't think Bruce would have uh, stopped. No, <laughs> not at all. Yeah, but what happened to her? Did they take her body out of that car? I can't remember. Yeah, they both ended up. Okay. Yeah. I was like, he just pushed her car out in that lake or whatever pond on his property they, uh, <clears throat> that they ah. also apparently swim in. Gross. Which, by the way, that is not a lake. That is a puddle. That like, yeah, it looked like a puddle. Like rowing from one side of that to the other isn't even gonna get your BPMs up. Like, <laughs> it is small. Yeah. All I can think about, like the scene where she takes her swimming, um, like around here, you can't really get in, like non-flowing bodies of water because of that necrotizing fasciitis that can the amoeba that can get up your nose and go to your brain and eat your brain so the whole time i was just thinking like that's not very safe to swim in that thing then she pulls out a freaking box cutter i thought that was pretty suspenseful great what do you think oh yeah absolutely i love yeah. it yeah i mean that's that's one of the pivotal moments in this movie man it's kind of that scary thing man i love it yeah, he, <clears throat> she, she's, she's, she almost got her. And then Farmer Vincent just showed up out of nowhere. Where'd he come from? I know, he's like a, he's a phantom. <laughs> he's a phantom. His yeah, spidey sense was tingling. Once <laughs> yeah, again, yeah. right place, right time. That guy has got a knack for that. Yep. Yep. His dick was like, I sense a disturbance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She almost got her there. Yeah. Her I, in that puddle of nasty water. And you know what, though? There is a. Uh, that water was cold. Uh, oh. Yep. I was like, of course she's in a white t shirt. Well, yeah. You're going to Again. <laughs> Again, that's for us. You're welcome. <laughs> Did you cut glass? Like, legit. <laughs> With those things, yes. Those were sharp. <laughs> You'll put your eye out, kid. <laughs> I mean, That's... there's times in the winter where I walk outside to let the dogs out. I'm like, I could cut freaking diamonds. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why you got to move down here. It doesn't get cold. We'll trade places. What good does that do me? <laughs> you don't want to live in Arkansas? Where the heat's at and tornadoes and stuff? Tornadoes. You know, I, I spent the first 18 years of my life, or... I guess the first two years of my life was in Mexico, but from two to 18, I spent in Southern California and I loved it. I love the heat. I love the dry climate. I love the aridness. I love waking up in a pool of my own sweat. Freaking gorgeous. I yep. miss it so much. Well, here you're not like here. It's like hot and yeah. humid and the yeah. humidity yeah. makes it even more hot. <laughs> Yeah, the humidity's horrible. I, I know Pearl's from San Diego, so San Diego, like you're saying there, oh, like the weather's perfect. Mm -hmm. Go to the beach in December, you're like still in a swimsuit. Yeah. Nice, huh? <laughs> it's nice. I don't want that. I want snow. And no I want snow. cold. No snow. Doesn't snow. It snowed here last year. Like, that was so weird. <laughs> oh, I'm just getting to the... I keep having to rewind because, of course, the podcast is longer than the movie. Mm -hmm. But I just got to the point where they get the car stuck. Oh, yeah. 
I love that scene because he just gets caked with mud. Yeah. Oh, Linky. <laughs> He's such a goofus, man, but I liked it. I mean, it, it kind of played off his character from Chips, man, because he was such a doofus in that movie, our show, too. So it's almost like they just invented, well, they did bring his character over for this. So no wonder. I, <clears throat> wait, what? What part was that? You said it, it was the. Uh, it was, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's the part where right after Bruce takes Terry to go make out and maybe get laid out on the hill where they're watching the drive-in. Oh, yes, yeah. And they get the call over the CB radio about this uh, yeah. with the girl. And as they're giving chase to get to the scene and barely miss Vincent's truck, they get stuck in the mud. Yes, and he's like, oh, get out and push. <laughs> and then I'm going to get sprayed with mud. Because I'm a man. <laughs> Is that really what men do, not me? <laughs> I'm in the no. car saying, push, push. <laughs> it's like you it. get out and push. Oh, you bend with the knees. <laughs> yeah, no. Lift with your legs, not your back. There you go. I wish I'd remembered that. I don't. When do we get to the van where is that? That's before that, isn't it? Ivan. Yeah, and he was like, we better find a place to crash. And then, like, <laughs> seconds later, they run into his bear traps. <laughs> and it has Cliff from Cheers. <clears throat> Love it. John Rattlesberger. Yes. I was you know, really I... shocked when I saw him in this. I was like, what the heck? Because I didn't know him as, like, any other character. Like, to me, he's that guy from Cheers. <laughs> yeah, which was a little funny because I didn't realize at the time, but Kevin Connor, who directed it, is from London or from England, and this was his first movie in the U.S. But anyways, him and John had ties because they were in a couple movies, or John was in a couple movies he directed back in England. So that's oh, why wow. here was it was a kind of a, a tie-in that he knew John and worked with John, knew him really well. So you know his character was in this movie, nice, pretty much solely because of that. Well, I liked it. I thought he was a good ad. <clears throat> yeah. Well, it definitely gave you ties to, you know, of course, Cheers. So. Yeah, I like that. I was like, oh, this is kind of nice. It's like someone I know in, like, a lesser-known 80s horror movie. Which I'll I think it was supposed thing. to be in a 70s horror movie, but, like, no one would <laughs> pick it up. Mm-hmm. So... That's why it doesn't really have like that like early '80s slasher feel to me. Like it has more of like a '70s feel to me. Like a pre-slasher feel. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I'll tell you one thing that kind of aggravated me during the um, during the van scene with the band is in at 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 the very like the, the when you first see it when we're first introduced into that scene they're they're like jamming out and playing music. And this one, the drummer is hammering out rhythm on what looks like a empty Oreo container. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the the audio of the drum that's playing of the drums that's playing in the song does not match up with what he's doing with his hands. Right. Yes. And that as a, as a drummer myself, that's that I've been playing drums since I was in freaking elementary school. As a drummer myself, that 
always pisses me off more so on music videos because that's their one job but in even in movies yeah it, it always pisses me off yeah and i get that i mean that says music you know you play bass and you hear bass lines you see people and you're like no no but i did not realize that that this was actually because i always associate john with cheers Mm-hmm. But Cheers didn't air until 82 to 93. <laughs> yeah, so this, this was pre, first. Pre-Cheers. So there's <laughs> no tie-in there with Cheers. So there you go. Yeah. Maybe you got your character Cheers from this character. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. But I would yeah. totally buy the Ivan and Terribles album. I would. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to the drumming. I was more concerned with the guy who took the joint or cigarette, whatever it was, into his mouth like the wrong way we used to do that dude that was crazy i don't I really yeah that was a fucking back in i was like what is this guy doing <laughs> why i have never smoked in my life so i guess good on you there we go that's my my ignorance showing about how people smoke so i was like why are you doing that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've, I've never smoked either Good job. Oh See, Greg Mortis's voice had had I not smoked for so many years would not sound like this. Now I've been smoke free for <laughs> four years now, I guess three, four years, thankfully. But <laughs> the, the, the smoker's voice is still there. So a lot of <laughs> with bad smoking will make you sound like Greg Mortis. Don't do it, listeners. Don't do it. <laughs> you you have one of the most unique voices in podcasting. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, which I enjoy. Chalkboard against you know nails against chalkboard. <laughs> That's how I feel like I sound. I hate listening back oh, I, on the episodes. I hate it. I hate hearing my voice. Like, That's why Pearl's editing now, because I don't like to hear myself talk. <laughs> it's like, you must edit this, because I cannot do this I anymore. I can't do it again. I can't. <laughs> you know, I'm, uh, I just realized, I forgot, that girl in the hotel room, when like when they're getting their, when they're, you know, looking for that foursome with uh, Ida and Vincent, she wrecks that hotel room with that whip. Oh yeah! Oh yeah, she, she did. Like, like curtains, table lamps, night night table lamps. Yeah, she just destroyed that thing. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> holy hell! She doesn't give a damn. Mm. That's like, <laughs> well, there you go. So he was mad at them because they destroyed his room. Yep. That's... Mm-hmm. So now Man. they are becoming smoked meat. Now, do do you guys think that if it hadn't been for like towards like towards the end of the, end of the movie, if it hadn't been for Bruce coming in and saving the day, despite how I personally feel about him, I feel like I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this episode. Be like, Raul, you don't understand. Blah 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 blah. And to be clear, I. I did. I liked the movie. The movie's freaking great. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I just had, eh, you know, like I don't have the novelty of watching this movie with any sort of uh, clinical nostalgia disorder. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a first time watch, so I'm watching it through the eyes of British. 2021. Um, <laughs> so the way these characters are acting, I'm like, oh, that's not okay these days. But anyway. That's- that's the woke part of your brain activating for 2021. 
And, and sometimes I have to turn that off or I try to actively turn that off when I'm looking at new video or new movies, first time watch movies from the 80s or 70s or later. Um, yeah, you do. But uh, this this movie, if it hadn't been for Bruce coming in and trying to save the day, do you think that um, Terry would have eventually come around and started with the family business? Me personally, yes. I do too. <clears throat> Like, she seemed all in on Vincent, so. She wanted Vincent all in on her, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, well, we gotta get married first. <laughs> yeah, right. She's like, ah, no, you don't. He has morals. He does have morals. Even good. if he's harvesting people for profit. <laughs> you gotta draw a line somewhere. Like, right off the bat, <laughs> yeah. she seems thoroughly into it. At like, at one point she gets into the, uh, or she's walking out with Vincent and he gets on his tractor and she looks at the tractor and she's like, it's beautiful. Like, I don't know what she's thinking about this tractor, but in my mind, cause my, my, my wife, Morgan, when we first met, she was big in a country. So in my mind, I'm like, she thinks my track just sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about country music. Yeah, that's dope. Yes, please. I forgot Greg hates it too. I despise it. Oh my God. It's forced. I hate it here because, like, you'll go to restaurants everywhere is playing country music here. And Same. that's just what it is. Ugh. Mm-hmm. That's another tangent. <laughs> yeah. But no, to answer your question, she absolutely would have went into the business without a doubt. I think they were breading her to go into it and slowly i don't i think if they had listened to ida she would probably not but being farmer vincent was the one kind of luring her in a little bit at a time giving her the trade secrets here and there she would have totally went for it she would have totally went for it i think so too i think she just had a mental problem (laughs) so um motorcycle wreck done it perhaps I, I, you know, I, I think so too, because at first she was like, I don't know if I need to go home or blah, blah, blah. Like, what am I supposed to do with my life? And Farmer Vincent and I are like, child, you blessed, you know, like, <laughs> like you're lucky. Blah, blah, blah. And, and she, her attitude changes freaking on a dime. Like, whoa, that was a quick turnaround. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, you could lead that girl anywhere. She would go. Yeah, she was she was ride or die. Probably because she's super concussed. Like that's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you wear a helmet. I wear a helmet every time I get on my mountain bike. Yeah. You never go full Gary Busey. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh boy, advice. that's another. That's a topic for another day. That man. Mm. But yeah, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think she would have. We would have had a sequel, and it would be her helping him trap up the. Roads. Oh yeah, maybe she took over the business at the end of this movie. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, someone please. Bobble. We need a motel hell too. Yes, and it's the story of Terry. Doning the pig head. Yep, she puts it on at the end, and then that's all it took. Maybe her and Bruce are doing it. Oh gosh. <laughs> well, <laughs> at at the end when Bruce comes in and and uh, him and Vincent have that chainsaw duel. Yeah, which was pretty freaking badass. Oh, yeah. But uh, yeah, sparks flying around like they're oh, both of them are getting cut up, stabbed, yeah. blah blah blah. Oh, so good. Yeah, and, seven days. 
he's filming that, just that ending scene. And oh, I know yeah. Paul Mickey had mentioned that they used, instead of using like fog machines, they used like an oil based smoke. And he said it was like basically at the end of a shoot each night was like smoking a, pa- a carton of cigarettes. Like it was like that much smoke in there. So he's, <laughs> he I said he had to cough up black stuff out of his lungs and stuff from it. God, that's brutal. You know, that's impressive that they did that and that they took five days to shoot that because this whole shoot only took five weeks. Yeah. And it was the end of a scene. Like, literally, I read and listened to Kevin Connor say that that was like an added scene. Like, that was not in the original script. Like, they decided, you know, kind of last minute, let's do this. And they rolled with it. And, man, I'm glad yeah. they did because it really brought it home. It did. I really liked that scene. Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> What I think is most funny is, like, when it's all said and done, like, his biggest regret throughout <laughs> it all <laughs> is he secretly was using preservatives. Preservatives. <laughs> I used preservatives. Oh, God, that was so funny. <laughs> like, and, I and don't it, care yeah. about these folks I've killed. <laughs> like, yeah. That's because they're not people, Tim. They're just cattle. Yeah. True. But I, I love he's explaining that to Bruce, like he's expecting Bruce to take over the family business. <laughs> yeah. Despite Bruce just killing him yeah. to because of all this hollabaloo. Right. <laughs> and oh. that just like he like we were talking about earlier, it's not like he's a malicious killer at all. Like this is his business. And you know, like he's like, damn, I I got to tell you guys one last thing. I use preservatives and I'm ashamed of it. That's what mm-hmm. he's ashamed of because he built his business around not using them. Mm-hmm. Like that was his pride. Yeah. But <laughs> Take pride like, in whatever your job is. Take pride in it as Farmer Vincent did in smoking that meat. I wish they would, man. It's getting bad out here. And you know what? Nothing, nothing gets, uh, nothing gets the sexual juices flowing like a near-death experience. Because after she almost drowns, Terry, mm-hmm. after Terry almost drowns, she's like, like topless, throwing herself at uh, Vincent. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when Vincent's like, "We have to be. We have to. We should get married." <laughs> I wrote down Vincent's old school. <laughs> yeah. He is. You know, like I said. How good was Ida? Like, legit Nancy Parsons. Porky's Nancy. Yes. So freaking perfect for this role. Like, her Mm -hmm. was perfect. They could have not picked anybody better. And then you take Rory Calhoun. I knew him from Night of the Leftist, but I I know he was big in Westerns, they said. I didn't know him from all that. I need to go back and really look at his catalog. But, but, uh, man, it was just like he was bred for this movie. He was in that movie that they just showed on the last drive-in. What was that? Because I remember watching it, and I was like, hey, that's Rory Calhoun. And no, it's a movie. I agree. But uh, I'm not 100% sure. Uh, bu- 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 bu. What was it? On, on the Halloween hoedown? <clears throat> yeah, they showed it because um, it's the one David Gordon Green picked out, Angel. Okay. Yeah, where she was like, uh, which is problematic in itself because she's a high school student, but also has to take care of herself on the side by being a prostitute. (laughs) And he's like the, I don't know, he's part of it somehow. 
Yeah, I haven't seen that movie, or I haven't seen that special yet with Joe Bob, just because I was avoiding it, because I knew they were going to have David Gordon Green, that was before I saw Halloween Kills. Mm-hmm. Um, and just since then, I haven't gone back to to watch the special. I, I need to, I should. I need to watch this, because I'm seeing a still pic of what Roy looked like in that movie. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> Angel it. and Avenging Angel. I hadn't seen the second one. Okay, I did watch this one on Joe Bob. <clears throat> There you go. So it should be on Shutter. So 1983 Angel, check it out. Rory Calvin. Yeah, yeah, I have Susan Tyrell, who was in Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker and Crybaby. There you go. She was the Johnny Depp's mom or grandma, whatever she was. Right. The leader of all them <clears throat> degenerates. I mean, how about the fact that this movie was based off a true story, too? What? Was it? Yes, it was. Carl right. Dinky. Anybody know Carl Dinky? No. No. Elaborate on this, Greg. It is story time with Greg Yeah, Morris. story time with Greg Mortis. Now, Carl Dinky, a serial killer from the 1900, early 1900s in uh, Poland, just outside of Poland. But uh, he was doing similar to what uh, what was done in this movie. Like, he was harvesting humans. And uh, now, of course, he wasn't crashing cars or nothing, but he was harvesting the humans to yep. eat at his own farm. <clears throat> mm. Mm. I did not know that, but I just looked him up. A German serial killer and cannibal who yep. killed and cannibalized dozens of homeless vagrants and travelers from 1903 to 1924, which was his death. There you go. Let's see. <sighs> see, that's awesome. It gives you a whole new perspective of Motel Hell that you never knew. Greg Amore is throwing down some knowledge up up in the podcast here. Well, you the photo like this. Yeah, what was that? Go ahead. Sorry, the photo of Carl Dinky online is the only known photo of him after he committed suicide. That's his his suicide. Like he's laying in a coffin. It looks like on Wikipedia. Mm. Mm. And there goes Raul. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm looking at porn. (laughs) (laughs) 30 to 42 plus victims. Holy Moses, this guy's a monster. He was, yeah. There's an image online that you'll see of uh, some of the meat that he had done, like human meat, and like bones. It's freaking amazingly gruesome. Like, the house of horrors it was. Oh my god, I'm reading it now. That's Mm-mm-mm. so Farmer Vincent seems a lot nicer though. Yeah, he seems more noble in his cause than this guy. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> mm. Did that help yeah. you any on this one? <clears throat> that actually like brings a whole new perspective to this that I really like. Like, I mean, how many movies are based off of serial killers? Of course, you know, the Chainsaw Massacre, you know, Ed Gein and different movies. Yeah. Like- then you start breaking. That's a whole theme in itself, right there. Has that been tackled on LOTC yet? <laughs> oh, I'm sure it has. If not, I'm sure it will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we've done it somewhere down the line. Yeah. Oh, we know. <laughs> what were you saying? Well, so twenty was. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Roll probably does. He just listened to them all like back yeah. to back for since oh, January or something. He's a beast. I, so I, I have I have to say, um, 
Greg, after I finished the last episode, I honestly didn't know what to do with my life. So I just kind of didn't listen to a podcast for the rest of the day. Oh, man. Wow. Well, now HMP coming back. So there you go. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a big blessing for me because you you and the rest of the crew have been in my ear every single day for the all all of this year. Wow. <laughs> for hours on end. I'm sorry. Hours. <laughs> Greg and Mortis in your ear hole. You're like, oh, <laughs> I know your ears bleed every day. That sounds like a porno. Greg and Mortis in your ear hole. <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely a Motel Hill movie, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, man, I, I loved the journey. It was freaking amazing. And when it was over, I was like, I don't I don't, I don't, don't know. I don't even know anymore. Well, there might be a little surprise down the road for you. Stay tuned for that. So might give you a little something. Thank you. I won't go any further. Just a little tease. Okay. And if you ever want me on the episode, that on an episode, that, that'd I'll, be cool, too. I will definitely have you on soon. <laughs> Put them on the list. Yeah. <laughs> You're on the list. You're on the list. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so you know what? Let's uh, let's tie a bow on this bad boy here. Let's um, let's give out some ratings. You know. Well, I guess bef- before that, let's talk about final thoughts. Uh, who wants to go first on final thoughts? Hit it, Greg. Oh, shoot. No, never mind. That's just something in my. Oh, oh, Worst Witch. I was like, about the Worst Witch. Worst Witch. Witch. Hit it. Hit it. <laughs> uh, what was her name? Hit it. What, yeah, no, Motel Hell, man. This movie to me is a perfectionist movie. Like, this movie, I know it's not a perfect movie, but to me, it is. It hits every avenue of what i love about horror movies it does have that sense of humor but it's still dark enough it has undertones of being almost oh uh, you know to the point of being like ah <laughs> so you get all that in one uh the cast is amazing rory calhoun was freaking amazing of course nancy parsons uh nina man i mean i just i absolutely love this movie i just think it's one of those that for whatever reason may have gotten hidden i don't think it's hidden anymore this is definitely one that most have heard of by now but i've been a champion of this movie since day one and will always be a champion of it absolutely love it kevin connor knocked it out of the park uh coming over here so great movie definitely check it out and and if you want to go visit i don't know if you can but it is in santa clarita at the ranch mm-hmm. where Devil's Rejects and a lot of movies were filmed. So I've got to get to Santa Clarita and see if I can find this ranch and see if I can roll up in there and get me some pictures in front of that motel hello sign that's not there, but I'll make it there. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be cool. Just just Photoshop it in. No no, no one will tell you. Totally, yeah. I'm going I'm to bring a piece of pipe and everything. I'm going to smoke me a pipe. <laughs> and my overalls. I got the costume. I've got the pig head. I've got the whole costume. I have to send you all a picture, but... I've got the whole costume. Guess. You're going to look real that weird with the awesome. pig head and the chainsaw walking up to that ranch. Like people <laughs> say, be like, someone call the police. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think I've seen that picture. Cause I think you posted it one Thanksgiving or something. Yes. Yeah, that's I was like, Oh my God, that's awesome. I thought about like being Ida for Halloween, but I got super sick. I couldn't pull together an outfit, but I thought that would be funny. <laughs> that would be funny. Greg, what what would your rating be? Out of out of ten, what would your rating be? 
Oh, it's a, it's a 10 all day long. I mean, it just don't get no better. Perfect film for me, 10, get it, bite. I recommend, now, I have it in multiple versions. I have Steelbook, whatnot. Uh, there is a DVD that Midnight Movies released back in the day. It's a double uh, bill with Deranged, I believe it was, which is not a bad film. Uh, that's for whatever reason. Screen Factory is a good bonus features, but the commentary is not the best. So I would recommend the Arrow video release of this movie if you go buy one. The only problem is, is you got to have a region free player. So if you don't have a region free player, then Screen Factory is the route to go. But man, it's a must own. The PlayStations do region free. <laughs> I doubt it. <clears throat> That's all I got. Don't think they do. I don't think they do. That you try it. I mean, it's it's a region B. It's a possibility. See, I I bought the Screen Factory. And that's what I own, but yeah, I'm 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 with you, man. Ashley, what do you, uh, Greg? Sometimes we like to do a little uh, ten out of, like, out of out of so many. Like, Ashley, how would you describe? Let me do mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Ash, Ashley's gonna show you. <laughs> okay. Nine out of ten preachers holding hustler magazines. <laughs> that is my rating. <laughs> So I got to come up with 10 out of 10 something. <laughs> yeah. 10, 10 out of 10 bodies in a grave. <laughs> 10 out of 10 gurgling heads. Gurgling heads. There you go. 10 out of 10 gurgling heads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are you giving this thing, man? I'm curious, dude. You got me on edge here. Well, um, before that, would Ashley, would you say buy it? Kind of oh. a dumb question. But... <clears throat> I'm the queen of buy it. Buy it on everything you can. This movie is spectacular. It's perfectly cast. It's shot so well for the time period. It has so many good elements in it. It's funny. It's scary. It's suspenseful. Like, I don't think you could ask for more in this type of movie. So buy it on every last thing you can. I have it a hundred times over probably. And I bought it on Vudu just so I could like click on it if I wanted to watch it one day. Oh, yeah. Without walking to my, my shelf of Blu-rays. So, <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm writing down buy it on every damn platform. <laughs> I don't think I've gushed about a movie so much as I did that one right now. On this podcast, because okay. we've done sleepaway camp. You can't, <laughs> like, sleepaway camp two and three. There's not a lot to say there. <laughs> but. I don't know. The first one's really good. Um, I'm going to go. So with, with this being my first time watching it, I might not have been. I, I'm a little low. I'm lower than both of you guys, but not by much. It might just be like I said, the first time experience. I'm I own this movie. I'm gonna watch it again, and uh, who knows? Maybe I'll I'll watch it. Uh, it. It'll it'll grow on me as we as I watch it multiple times. Um, the gurgling sound did get a little irritating. Um, I don't really like that Bruce was the hero because he kind of sucks, um, <laughs> but. Honestly, like the most likable redeeming character in this movie is ironically the butcher. Like freaking, como se dice este, the farmer Vincent. 
Farmer Vincent is like my favorite character in the movie because he's he's relatable, he's funny, he has that dry sense of humor. Um, I feel like he's the only real person in the movie, but oh man, you know, I still really enjoyed it for what it was, just a silly, I guess, proto slasher. Um, it was it was a lot of fun. It was uh it was entertaining. There was great moments, there was good moments, there was bad moments. And I'm going to give this a solid 8 out of 10. And I'm going to say, buy it on Blu-ray. Yeah, buy, buy it on Blu-ray. 8 out of 10 what? Oh, Dueling Chainsaws. <laughs> there we go. That's recommendable. That, that to me, is not a bad, a bad review for this movie, honestly, man. Right? No. That, to me, I would be comfortable with that. I'd be like, all right, Roll, you done good with that one. <laughs> yes. I was I'm expecting glad. to be about a six, but I was like, okay, he's not digging this movie as much as I'm digging. Maybe he's coming in with a six. No, no, definitely not a six. It it was a lot of fun. The the good parts and the great parts of this movie really outshined any negative that I had. I, I could easily get over some negatives in this movie because of how good the good parts are. Now, since we did break it down, I do have to talk about the bad parts because they were there. But yeah. I can get over it. That's understandable. I mean, I, there again, I know there's a lot of people that are going to watch this movie, especially now. Like, I, I legit know this role. Like, a newer audience may not like this as much or appreciate as much as someone like myself that grew up with it. I mean, that's no different than, say, the Rob Zombie films. I know there's uh, listeners that prefer Rob Zombie's version over the original. And I get that. It's a newer audience. You're subjected to a lot more material than what we were when I was growing up. So I get it. I'm not faulting you for that. But for me, it's just this hit so many parts of me that was just so good. I am totally faulting you for that. If you yeah. like <laughs> prefer Rob Zombie's <laughs> Halloween over the originals. How dare you? I'm young enough to say that, I think. Yeah. Now, Ashley, remember, every movie is someone's favorite movie. This is true. A fa that is a famous line by our good friend Justin Beam. He he used to always say that he loves bad movies because even even a bad movie is someone's favorite movie. Well, isn't he just so positive <laughs> and kind? <laughs> <laughs> no, we love him. It's fine. He can yeah. say that if he wants to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it still doesn't make me respect people who like Rob Zombie's Halloween more than the originals. Right. Which so is blasphemy. <laughs> I just sent you a couple pictures. You'll see the pictures once they pop up. That's of my Motel Hell outfit. Get up. There. Let's see here. It may take a little while in the chat, but. Well, guys, I would like to close out the before we get into. Oh, damn, that's cool. I Hold can't on. How do see I, it. How do I pull the chat back up? What is this? <laughs> Holy Moses, that's cool. It's straight up farmer business. <laughs> so freaking heavy. You can't see. <laughs> this is insane. Like, you feel like you need a chainsaw when you're walking around with it. Mm -hmm. So, to say I love this movie is. Not saying it enough. I love this. Movie. So, so in that second photo you you sent us, there's a 
the person the person on the left is wearing a Freddie J- Freddie Jason T-shirt. Yeah, that's my son wearing a Twilight Zone, and of course, my daughter to the right is wearing a Twilight Zone as well. Nice. <laughs> that's so cool. Well, the reason I bring that up is because I have that exact same T-shirt. Nice. <laughs> like, not yeah. only is Greg awesome, but it's... his children are awesome, too. Yeah, that's way cool, And then cool, he man. has the most perfect wife. So what the hell, Greg? Give some of Eat the some rest up. of us a chance to have nice things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and her pearl made, too. Freaking yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's turkey now. I'm hungry. Well, well, guys, before we close out this episode um, and before we go into plugs and all that whatnot, I did want to close out with a story. Because a couple episodes ago, when we did Sleepaway Camp 2, we found out that Ashley is deathly afraid of spiders. Don't. <laughs> oh, I got a story, too. <laughs> well, for the sake of camaraderie and the sake of, for the sake of unity among the podcast... I decided to share what I'm deathly afraid of, and that is dolls. I hate dolls. I freaking hate freaking dolls. And my sister-in-law knows this, and she has an an like the fucking creepiest doll collection. <laughs> like her room looks like the Warrens, like. I don't, I don't just, even know. Is it like Annabelle multiplied by a hundred? <laughs> by a thousand? Like, yes. Yes. Absolutely yes. And, oh my gosh. Like, the other day, last week, I came down here. And it was still Halloween. She did this for Halloween. Last week, I came down here because I'm recording in my basement. As you can see, I got all my crap here along the walls. And it's decorated exactly how I like it. And I, I, it's right in the morning. I wake up at four in the morning. I come down here. I wanted to do something on the computer before I got, I started working out. And I sit down and I sit down on, on something weird. I'm like, the hell is this? And I pull a doll out from under me. And I'm like, oh, shit. So, <laughs> and I, I throw the doll and I jump out of my chair. And then, you, you know those, like, death tableaus, the, the tours of the dead where someone finds, the final girl finds a body, and it scares them. They back up, and they back into another body, and they yes. back up into another body. That yes. was me in this goddamn room. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. I was I was terrified. Like, I, I backed up <laughs> all the way to the wall. I back up. There's another doll there. And then I, I, re- I like, my eyes open for the first time like a newborn baby. And, like, doll, 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 all over this little sanctum of the safe space that I have built in my in my basement. And I, I was like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit. Like, like it just kept getting worse. <laughs> Until I like finally doll ran fell out. out of the closet. Like, there was a doll trope. in my closet. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. And there were they were like she put she put some inter intermingled with my horror figures. She put some on my DVD rack. Like it was huh. And um finally I grabbed a like a tote, a storage tote at one of those like garbage pincer grabber thingies. Yeah. Oh my god. And I was <laughs> you like picking touch it the... with your hands. No, fuck that. Are you kidding me? That was uh <laughs> That is hilarious. I just, one by one, I put them in the toad and, and I, I sealed it up. 
and then so uh, yeah i'm not i'm not happy with dolls i don't i don't do dolls one last story and this is this is a lot shorter my the first year in this house my wife did uh she she had this like sticker big old window sticker halloween decoration of a doll face and she put that all over the house every day it was in a different place and it scared the shit out of me well one day she put it on the side door of our house which is where i leave uh, because it's right there at the base, the stairs to the basement go up into that door. And I, I'm carrying a bike upstairs because I keep the, my, my bikes inside and I bike to work. So I, 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 I bring, I got my mountain bike and I'm about to bike to work and I open the back door and there's a doll head at eye level with me just looking at me and I'm like, fuck! And <laughs> yep. And I almost fall back down the stairs with my mountain bike. Like my wife almost killed me because of a freaking sticker. And that's why she's your wife. Mm-hmm. Because that's what we get to do to you guys, torture you forever. Holy shit. Like <sighs> <laughs> it was the worst. So like I said, for the sake of camaraderie. I wanted to share that because we know that uh, Ashley is terrified of spiders. Yes. Listen, <laughs> yesterday I was driving. Um, I had, I do, I went to get some breakfast and I'm driving. I look down, there's a freaking brown spider on my leg in my car, my, in my car. Okay. <laughs> and I like screamed like this just came from inside of me like terror scream and I almost wrecked my car I had to pull over somewhere and get out and just like jump around and like try to get this I don't know where the spider went but (laughs) I I couldn't find it smashed anywhere like I smashed it with my hand without even thinking but there was nothing smashed on my hand or my pants so I was like this motherfucker got out it's somewhere in my car it's It's having babies in my car it's lying in wait. So mm. I almost had a fatal wreck because of it. So, yeah. Okay, so two instances where both of our phobias almost caused our death. Yes. So that's... <laughs> I do not like those damn things. Mm. Freaking awesome, man. Ugh. Anyway. Okay. All right, well, well, let's close this, this bad boy out. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it. Like I said... I like I like to share. I like to share. <laughs> yes. All right, let's close this bad boy out. Let's put a bow on it. Um, Greg, you being the guest, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I've been wanting to talk to you for so long. It's been an honor having you on. My gosh, man! Like you, you don't you don't even know how excited I was this entire time. I felt like like a schoolgirl, giddy about being asked to the prom by her crush because I was so excited about <laughs> podcasting with you. Oh, dude, I appreciate it. Dude, the honor <clears throat> is mine, man, seriously. Yeah, we were, like, thinking out November, and we're like, I think cannibal horror would be cool because, you know, food. And so, like, <clears throat> we're not going to talk about what next episode is, I guess, but we, I brought up Motel Hell, and he was like, ooh, we can ask Greg Amortis. I was like, <laughs> oh! And it's like, you're the celebrity, so we're like, won't he like <laughs> will he even agree to this like <laughs> and the fact that you pick because i don't get to talk motel hill enough man that, i'm glad you picked me because that's freaking awesome love this movie yes same uh, 
Greg, what what do you have to plug in for yourself? Um, let us know. Let us know where where the listeners can find you. Uh, Landofthecreeps.blogspot.com is the site. Uh, you can download our podcast on all platforms. Definitely do that if you don't mind. We just released episode. Uh, we did back to back 265 and 266, which was our bonus Halloween episode, and then our regular Halloween episode. I'd uh, love for you to go check that out. Go back as Raul has done and go check out the whole catalog. I'd appreciate that. We do have some uh, stuff in the works for the new year coming up and uh, some things that I'm working on in the back burner. So I hope that'll work out. So going to be super exciting for all you listeners. Uh, with that, uh, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all them places. Email me at Greg Amortis. That's G-R-E-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S-666 at gmail.com. And I'll try to get back to you as soon as I can with that. Man, I just love everybody, man. Appreciate it. If you haven't joined our Facebook group page over at Land of Creeps, I highly recommend doing that. Uh, let us know that you listen to the show, private message that way I know, and we'll add you on there. Uh, and yeah, that's that's what I got. And I do appreciate you guys inviting us. Uh, love what you're doing here at the show. Seriously, like we've listened to a few of the episodes, and you guys are doing great. I'm glad that you got Ashley on roll, and you're doing a duet here. I think it's great. I think you guys are go somewhere. So. Stay at it. Keep doing it. And next time I'll be talking. Well, maybe not next time. Hopefully a lot more before then. But, you know, 10 years from now, you're going to be looking back and say, oh, man, I've been podcasting 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> it can happen. It can happen. Just keep going. You know, I, I did hear that uh, a lot of new podcasts don't make it past episode seven. So the fact that we're recording for episode nine, you know, we beat the spread. Hell yeah. You're doing great. You're doing it. it. You're mm-hmm. doing it. <laughs> You're so cool, Brewster. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. I had a uh, shirt with that on it once. I think it was from Fright Rags. I need to buy more Fright Rags t-shirts. Me too. I ain't got enough money. <laughs> Please I sponsor know. me, Fright Rags, so I can get free stuff. Yeah, they alone. really do need to sponsor you guys. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. buy some shirts if they sponsored me. <laughs> I can't buy more shirts because if I did, I couldn't buy more movies. And in fact, I did buy a new Mi- Stephen King's Misery T-shirt yesterday mm-hmm. that had the original uh, book cover art, not the movie art, the book cover. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't buy no more shirts because I ain't got enough closet space. Or- <laughs> I feel that too. The struggle saying, is real. Listeners, is send him some new shirts. <laughs> I'll yeah, I'll, I'll take some new shirts. Oh, yeah. you're talking about great. <laughs> <laughs> Send movies, send shirts, send paramedics, <laughs> send four <Yeah>. cups. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a perfect way to end. That's right. Ashley, what do you got to plug? Um, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Barely Ashley, where I will be posting tons of Christmas content until <laughs> December 31st. I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> just kidding. But gonna, uh, it's not even. We're going to start each episode out with sleigh bells. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's I'm like so excited me. for our Christmas episodes. I'm so excited. <laughs> me too, to be honest. I'm very excited because they're going to be in December, Ashley. Look, I am, I am who I am. Live your best life. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, my gosh. I don't even know what the hell I was saying. Okay, so um, you can follow the podcast at 
on Twitter at Into Monsters. That's at in the number two monsters. You can follow me personally at Raul versus Monsters. You can also follow me on Letterbox at Into uh, underscore Monsters. Uh, you can also visit our website at headlongintomonsters.godaddysites.com. I really don't feel like paying enough money to get rid of the GoDaddy sites part. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like $15 a month. And I'm like, I'm not going to pay that. Screw that noise. <laughs> just just to get rid of the GoDaddy part so that it's just headlongintomonsters.com. And I'm like, I, y'all, y'all are bitches. Screw that. Uh, also, if you want to, e- <laughs> if you want to email us, uh, send us an email. Let us know what you think of the podcast, um, or just email us a direct message. You can do that at headlongintomonsters at gmail.com. Also, if you're listening to us on iTunes, uh, give us a review, give us a five stars, share, like, comment, uh, let us know what you think. We actually do have a couple five star ratings. Uh, we also have one one-star ratings, and, mm. well, people always say you make it when you got haters, so, Ashley, we made it. Oh, that's probably me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I did this to your podcast. No, I think uh, I think that happened after episode two, and I'm like, I get it. Oh, my God. People, come on. <laughs> but yeah, you got any- a chance. I know. Yeah, dude. <laughs> You're doing great. Keep it up. If anyone out there wants to help us uh, fix that, uh, raise that four-star average, uh, give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. But that's about it. Ashley, do you want to talk about what we're doing next episode? Yes. Next episode, please join us. This will be our Thanksgiving episode, and we will be talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm -hmm. Toby Hooper classic. Do we want to reveal who will be on? Uh, we can, we can give out, uh, we can give out a little hint. Here's a hint for anyone who listens to LOTC. (laughs) Wild turkey. (laughs) And that's what you're going to get. That's your hint. Wild turkey and Southern comfort. Yep. (laughs) That's going to be a great show. I'm telling you, I promise Yeah, I'm I'm super excited about it. I love that movie so much. Me too. Oh my gosh. I bought the Steelbook just for the podcast. And I'm so damn excited. I'm also incredibly nervous because the prospect of having a conversation with this individual, let alone about the movie we're going to cover, is... um, Intimidating. Intimidating, yes. Yep. I deal with that every day. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. Yeah, he's awesome. Well, I I, I hope. Yeah. I just he, give he it away. <laughs> well, I mean, they only have currently they only have male sure. uh, hosts on this particular podcast. So <laughs> I didn't say it was a co-host. I just said wild turkey. What? <laughs> well, you said if anyone's a fan of LOTC, they could have been a guest. Oh, they could have been. See, that's uh, good. You, you know what? You're right. I'm an ass. I'm sorry. It's not a host, regular host. Or maybe it is. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> it's actually just their, their recording equipment. We're going to have their recording equipment <laughs> guest on the <laughs> one. Tune in next that's episode to hours. find out. That's right. Tune in next time. Uh, that, so that is what we're doing next time. Don't forget to tune in. Oh, my gosh. Why am I repeating myself? It's like I'm on Wild Turkey. 
like, bring your Thanksgiving dinner, sit down, and let's have a talk about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep, and that's what we're going to do the next time we dive headlong into monsters. See ya. Bye. I can draw really good stick figures. I mean, I'm Same. Really... That's all I can draw. <laughs> Girl picks all the... I'll write. try to draw her a heart. <laughs> like I'll do a card or something to her and I'll, I'll draw a heart. And she's like, yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> she's like, well, you tried. And that's what Yeah, counts. that's pretty much what she says. You tried. I have exactly two stickers on my truck. One is for a brand of uh, mountain bike components and uh the other one is a vinyl of jason Voorhees' mask so i need a bride of frankenstein we're getting off subject <clears throat> oh what's new <laughs> <laughs> so do you just like take the heart and you're like Argh. No, I cook it, but like you gotta dress it first because there's all like, these things inside the chamber. There's like these little prong things in there, mm-hmm. so you gotta you gotta cut it open and take that stuff out. You gotta clean it out really good, cut all the fat off of it, um, and then you can either like grill it like a steak, like a flank steak, um, or you can cut it up into little pieces and more of like a carne asada type thing. Uh, I usually make tacos out of it, so. It's so good. Like it's a, it's, uh, it's it's kind of a spongy meat. Like a, like if you've ever eaten tacos de lengua or cow tongue. Let's stop. Damn it! What if? <laughs> Shit! Edit this out because I just had it and he walked in here and my mind's. Oh. God. <laughs> oh.